Record. Record. Harry Blues Gin. Drink it. This is the third time that we have started this podcast. We are here with Ariana Girado and Serena Fields. Hello, friends. What's going on? Hi. All right. So, welcome to the Graham Radio Podcast. Again, if this is your first time, that was really awkward wording. Um, Drink Harry Blues Gin. Check out Graham Radio on all the socials for everything music. Um, Check out the post-game mixes. Did I already say that? I feel like I've said this so many fucking times. Say it again. Check out the post-game mixes. This is sort of what they sound like. Yeah, this is... Yeah, they're fire. Um, Hit up Michael Germano for all of your graphic design needs. Uh, God, I need a checklist for my advertisements. I was wondering if you wrote these things down. I was wondering too. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. It's a. Uh, so you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah, you're doing a great job. Thank you. Yeah, it feels it feels like I'm doing a great job. Uh, well, it feels like I'm kind of fumbling over my shit, but whatever. What are you gonna do? Um, yeah. So, welcome to the podcast. This is exciting. We have some very very cool friends here. We have a group chat here together. Music is cool. Music is yes. cool. It's in the building. All right. So, um, oh, I see. How many times am I gonna say Harry Blues Gin without saying the promo code is GRP? Promo code. GRP. All right. Welcome. GRP. Yes. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> that was nice. What that was f- cool. What the fuck is up? <laughs> 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 All right. So about five seconds before uh, Sab walked in, because Sab came a little bit earlier than Ari, because we wanted to have a little podcast discussion. Yeah. Um. So in this house, this is my mother's house. And we have a very nice coffee machine. It's actually an espresso machine, and I'm my my espresso is floating around here somewhere. There. Yeah, there it is. Is it an espresso or just Espre- espresso? Uh, the, oh, the 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 machine. Mm-hmm. It's Breville, Ooh, which is like sounds European or some shit. I don't know where it's from, <laughs> but it's like really no. It's it's fancy. It's, it's fancy, fancy as fuck. Yeah, like she waited until like Black Friday to get it. Like it, it, on like a it, it's it's an expensive fucking machine. And I went to replace the water filter, and I dropped it. And now there's teeny tiny little shards of plastic all over the kitchen. Oh, and I also yeah. I just burped. Yeah. So <laughs> I called her, and I because the first thing I did was look for a replacement water filter on Amazon, but of course unavailable. Like I couldn't find a single one that was the same one, and. I was like, okay, well, what if it's under warranty? But also, I don't really want to call my mom right now because she's going to fucking flip. So I was like, okay, let me just call her and see if it's under warranty. Called her. She flipped. Not under warranty. So now I just have a mom who loves coffee, who is pissed at me, who's not going to have coffee to calm her down. When does she come home and will we still be here? When that <laughs> Honestly, I feel like it would make for some great yeah, podcast material. I just want to hear her in the back. Leave! <laughs> oh my God. Yeah. She's, she's going to have a fucking heart attack. It's going to, it's really, really, really going to suck. Um. All right. But enough about me. Hi. Hey. This is so God. cool. Thanks for having us. Yeah. Because like I, we, we talk a lot over our little group chat. Music is cool. Which, by the way, I have wanted to change the name of our group chat so many times. What should we change it to? I don't know. I think we're in too deep to change it. I know. It's- I don't think so. Cause I'm in too deep. That's a good no. Honestly, we can keep it. A music is cool. That's a good song. Um, it's just such a fucking. Like, oh, uh, the name just irks me. Music is cool. Well, you're the one so who came basic. up with it. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, so I, so I was, after we all met, 
So we, we met at Gasparilla for the listeners. Um, I was DJing and y'all were just, we were just having a fucking party. <laughs> we were just having an absolute fucking party. And we all also went to FSU, right? All of us. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah we all went to FSU, but we didn't really know each other. Yeah, like, well, yeah. I met you in the library. You don't remember right. though. No, 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 Because no, no. I was a quiet little girl. <laughs> <laughs> no, nah, like I remember, I remember your face. Yeah, but like we had never, you know what I mean? Yeah, we didn't know Ooh, each other. Yeah. I knew Ari in college. Yeah, me and Sab lived together. Oh, shit. And then studied abroad together. Oh, shit. And had what? an internship in Chicago. <laughs> so she's been in my life for, for very, way too long. Way too long. <laughs> I actually can't stand her. So, so you, you've you met. Yeah, y'all know yeah, each other. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, no, I cool. know each other. No, I like that. Yeah, so. <laughs> but here I am late in the game. But here we are in my fucking podcast studio. So we met a Gasparilla. God, what story was I telling? What, what was I just talking about? You were DJing. I was DJing. Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the name on our group chat. We got to name it something cooler because music is cool. It's just kind of just. I, I feel like know. it was Yo, a like, different name before. Wasn't it like. No, it was never. It wasn't. It was nah, because. Cool. Oh, yeah. Because what happened was uh, I, w- we, I was set, we were sending each other music. We were sending each other music. And then w- one of us was like, we're just all. In a chat, it was yeah. I. I'm taking credit. I was like. We should start a chat, but then you were the one who said, fuck yeah. And then, sorry, PG-13. No, that's cool. You can, okay. <laughs> yeah, no, in PG-13 movies, they say the F word. Okay, you're right. Which you're is right. totally fine. Yeah. <laughs> so here, I'm gonna, there we go. Yeah, so. So yeah, you took it upon yourself to add all of us into a chat. And I have to say, I love how adamant you are about, like actually listening to what we send. You make yes. sure you let us know. You're like, listening now on yeah. my ride. Well, <laughs> I, t- I told, I, I don't think I'm, I don't think I told you about this, but like, I think that when you send someone music, the greatest response that they can send back is, is listening now. Is yeah, you told listening me that. Now. And I actually yeah. tell people that now. That's cool. Yeah, I, I do listening now. And I literally do listen to it like right then and there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, it's the move. I it's feel the, like it's, it's important to let them know, like opens the relationship of sharing good music with each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. And like, it's cool to have y'all sending me music because like everyone who like sends music to people, it's always like a specific genre for like that person. Yeah. But when you have like a group chat, when you have like a group chat, it's like the vibes are constantly kind of changing up. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because I feel like at first we were really all about like, uh, like you sent that dude Versace, mm-hmm. which is sort of like, future edme yeah. stuff like really really good you might do you agree with that like is it like future edme like what what genre would you call versace it's like chill indie meets edm yeah whoa but everything i send is super chill like sad boys made fun of me when i lived with her she's like oh i hear your spa music from across the hallway <laughs> no i like i like, like the zen. music it's, it's good and then music. you guys give me like the good dj beats and yeah, that kind of stuff. House so. music, mm-hmm. the deepest of the house. Yeah, yeah but yo, that um, the album that you sent, or no, it was a song that you sent that was off of an album that was like a discoy house song. You know oh what I'm talking wait, about? let's sleep now, or is what it is let's it? sleep tonight? Uh, wait, I mean, I can just pull it up. Honestly, it's I think it's let's sleep tonight. Um, let's sleep tonight. Is that how it goes? I'm just totally. Oh my God, guessing. do you sing on it? Is that you? <laughs> oh, sleep talk. Sleep, sleep, sleep talk. talk. <laughs> Yeah, Can't yeah, talk yeah. in my sleep. Yeah, <laughs> I missed that voice. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. First time I heard this song, I literally like went to the moon and came back, and I was nice. like, "Oh my, I love this song." Yo, so you you sent this, and then I think like maybe the day after, I went on like a little. Walk. I actually fucked up my knee pretty recently, so I was on a walk, and oh. um, I uh, listened to it, and then I went to the album that it was on, and just like beginning to end i still and gotta do it yo there is some funky shit on there like yep. like some really really funky shit on there i gotta dive deep in that yeah i actually have um 
this idea for like a DJ show that like we could totally fucking collab on. Um, it's called Disco Lattes, and Ooh. yeah, and before I before I get into it. I want to give credit sort of where credit is due. Um, this this chick, uh, Bianca, she hit me up because she had an idea called Disco Lotties, which I know sounds very, very familiar. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which sounds or the same as Disco Lattes. And her idea, she's a Pilates teacher, mm-hmm. and she wanted me to DJ house music while- she does Pilates. While she teaches a Pilates Wait, class. Wait, that's cool. That Right? That's yeah, really su- cool. super cool. So I, like, I had the- uh, and, and negotiations with her and I didn't really work out. Like, I- like we honestly agreed on a lot of stuff, but then when it came down to like, it's time to market, let's get the Instagram thing going, like blah, blah, blah. She's like, oh, I kind of want to take a step back. Like, I don't really know how I feel about like disco latte. Like, yo, I had like a whole plan and she was all for it, but I gave her a call and I explained like, hey, let's do this for marketing. And she's like, I don't know. Let me call you back. Eh, I don't really want to do it anymore. After yeah. like three or four months. Yeah, no, that would have been cool. Marketing's so, so a whole other job in itself. Yeah. She was like, oh, okay, this is way too much work that I signed up for. Yo, and, like it's it sounded like a lot of fun, but then when I brought in like the working part of it, like where we actually like, like listen, uh, Bianca, if you make these videos, then I can like edit them and post them on like the Disco Lottie's Instagram and we can make reels and this and uh, I can make like a um, a house music promo for Disco Lottie's and, that, and what am I describing here? Work. I'm yeah, describing yeah. like literally like sitting behind my computer for potentially hours. Just editing and stuff like that, yeah. Yeah, I don't really know if we're going to work well together. Um, blah, 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 blah. Like I just want to revamp my vision uh, and it's like, just wants to yeah, do the creative not, director fun part, not the yeah exactly actual, yeah. yeah yeah. So my idea is disco lattes, which is zero Pilates, but we listen to disco house music and drink lattes. That's too bad I'm, you can't use your mom's espresso yeah. machine. <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> yeah, sorry, mom. Yeah, oh my god, fuck. That's so I would bad. be. I like. I I so I recently started getting oatmeal lattes. Have you heard of them? Oatmeal lattes? Uh, wait, oat, oat milk. Oat, 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 oat milk. Oat milk in your oat lattes. Are, yes. That's are, you, are you a million years old? No. Or Amish? <laughs> no. Oat milk? I tell you, oat milk in your lattes, it's game changer. It, I've been doing it for a while. I used to be a barista, and that's when I fell I in love with about Look, that. Yeah, ca- casual flex. Bar- <laughs> no, yeah. Wait, 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 it's no big wait, wait. deal. Can, can you say, <laughs> I, I used to be a barista again? Can you say that? I used to be a barista. it was one of my best jobs honestly it was after i quit my sales job and it taught me a lot of multitasking i totally forgot yeah it was like six months whatever part of my life now how much fun does it sound to like you know listen to disco and would be like surrounded by your friends and everyone's drinking latte like okay oh i'm there my my, i'm so my uh my vision for this is like you pay maybe 20 bucks to get in and then there's a wall of latte dispensers so that like while you're dancing, you can just like grab another latte, you know? Yeah. No, I'm people are going to be I mean, cracked any, out anything on disco. Yeah, exactly. Disco. Yeah. It's, it's going to be like fucking like, oh, I need another latte. I'll be right back. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea. You have to have like the perfect setting for it with one of Sab's disco balls that she always brings around. Oh, yes. I actually. Oh, you have one in your bag? <laughs> no, you don't. I do. I keep it with me everywhere Shut I go. Up. Shut up. You I'm think I'm kidding. lying? Oh my God. <laughs> I literally 
Wait, wait, hold it up to the camera. I was actually kidding. <laughs> I bring it everywhere I go. Every single oh, place fuck. I go, I bring it. Yeah, she's your ambassador. Look at this. Look at it. Dance party with the, with the, with the disco thing. Ooh, ooh, ooh. Can I get Aw, shit. Disco <laughs> lattes. <laughs> I'm here for it. I mean, this is literally what we're doing. Disco oh, wait, lattes. is this the first disco lattes that we're experiencing right now? I oh, think shit. it. Well, I you don't have a latte. Be. Oh, well. It's okay. It's fine. I'll take some gin. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yo, I'm down to take another shot, honestly. That was good gin. Uh, yeah. Herbal tea. Yeah, let's take no. another shot of this <laughs> of this herbal tea flavored gin. Harry Blues, promo code GRP. Um, let's do this thing. Pew, pew, pew. I love surprising people with the air horn. I love that air horn. I feel like you need it for every podcast. Oh, it's so great. Yeah, I have that. I, I have a few other ones. Uh, th I'll show you. Oh. <laughs> <It's> so dorky. <laughs> I don't. And anyway, I, I I also recorded a Harry Blues ad, but it's like a terrible advertisement. Wait, it's Harry like... Blues gin. I mean, <laughs> it is just absolutely fantastic. Um, I have I've played this on a few pod. It's such a, it's like a three minute advertisement Two weeks of now, me just like um, rambling not, about not. Harry Blues. I mean, your voice is so great for this type it is. of thing. Like, you have such a podcast voice. Yeah. Uh, thank you. Like, did people I'm start all... telling you that before yeah. you decided to do a podcast? No, 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 never. Um, I always hated the sound of my own voice because I thought that I sound like a nasally Jew, which I kind of do, but I feel like people sort of like that. No, for some I, reason. no I think you have a really good podcast. Yeah. Let's take voice. a, let's take the shot. Cheers, cheers. 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 <laughs> Herbal tea. Uh, uh. <laughs> no, that's some good gin. Usually gin it is like, good leaves gin. like a really weird aftertaste, but yeah, yeah I will good. say. Like quite, I would buy that crisp. gin. I'd buy that gin. Bye. Right? Hey, well you can. Promo code GRP. 20, <laughs> yeah. yeah, free shipping on two bottles. It's actually so good. So the way that that happened, I was about is, to ask, um, like, how do you have a gin sponsor? That's really cool. Um, well, my buddy Austin, do you know Austin Tolchin? He went to FSU, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, he came through to do the podcast, and he brought a bottle of that. And um, we, or let me go back a little bit. We planned on doing a podcast, and the day of, he's like, "Hey, do you like gin?" I'm like, "Hell yeah, I like gin. I love Hendrix." And he's like, "Cool." He didn't tell me what he was gonna bring, but he brought that. And he walked in and I saw that it wasn't Hendrix and I'm like, fuck, like, don't like gin if it's not Hendrix. I, if I'm drinking gin, it's only Hendrix, like straight up. He poured that and he brought um, those, uh, that's uh, tonic water. Yeah. And um, well, he brought, those are ones that I bought. And uh, we started drinking it and it's actually so much better than, it, it's not, I'm not going to say it's like so much better than Hendrix because it's two totally different flavors. Like Hendrix is a lot drier. This is like very, it's a very Miami gin. Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm low-key becoming a gin expert. Yeah. Like, it's so, it's like a Miami gin. Yeah, it's distilled in Miami. And uh, we drank it and got drunk on the podcast. He played saxophone. I sang a song guitar. It was awesome. And uh, that podcast is available. It's like, it's in the, the 30s. Austin Tolchin. Honestly, a great podcast. That podcast is just the uh, recording of multiple parts of a great day. Because he came over around the same time that y'all came over. Mm -hmm. But he stayed until like 7. And then we got Chipotle. Oh my <laughs> that's, God. that's fun. Yeah. I love I got a little jam sesh on here. That's cool. Oh my God. It was great. Saxophone. Yeah. I, I was like, saxophone. I love a sexy <laughs> saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, th but honestly, it was like me drunkenly playing uh, Sister Golden Hair. And like I love playing that song, but it was like you could tell that I was sort of like it was I was sloppy. <laughs> yeah. with it. Yeah, I was I was sort of sloppy with it. But yeah, he brought it over. <coughs> Excuse me. And 
he uh, so his dad's friend is the owner of Harry Blues, and my plan on the podcast was just to like drink Harry Blues until Harry Blues hit me up. But then I was like, why am I gonna wait for some guy to fucking hit me up when I can just tag him on Instagram? So I took a I took a really cool picture of it with, with a microphone, and their username on Instagram is literally at Gin Miami, which is a great username. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like great real estate for a username. You know for what real? I mean? Yeah, yeah. yeah. So. Um, he, he got back to me and we negotiated like a little deal. Um, and, uh, it, I mean, I'm not going to like blow up the spot and like misrepresent myself here. It's, it's not like I'm getting like a jillion fucking dollars. Like, you know what I mean? But still like it's, we negotiated a deal to sponsor. Yeah. No, yeah. Cool. So now and you're uh, getting their brand out there. I would have never heard of Harry yeah. Jen if it wasn't for Harry Blue. But yes. Or- <laughs> god damn it sad <laughs> very blue gin if it wasn't for gram radio so yeah. i mean it's so awesome how you just instagram damn them and this is possible like instagram is the business platform for me right now too it's literally the best thing ever. why is that i don't know it's just so easy to build a little community through instagram and mm-hmm. i hate it at the same time too but I can't live my life without it these days right yeah because you uh you garner a lot of business <clears throat> from instagram only Instagram, right? Everything yeah. has been on Instagram. I tried like being professional and putting my email up there, but everything's through Instagram DM anyway. So I'm like, right. okay, I'm just gonna take that down. Are, are, is your are your message requests always on fire with like a bunch of people asking for uh, photos and stuff? Um, not necessarily. It's more word of mouth. Like you do one shoot, photo shoot, and then it stumbles onto another one, right? And it's like a snowball effect. But I will have like random people hit me up that I don't I don't know who they are, and that feels good all the time. Yeah. So like. You, you've been taking, I mean, how long have you been a photographer for? Um, I mean, it seems like for a long time. Probably seriously about a year and a half. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I've always loved photography. I think Sab was more into it in college I than was, I was. Yeah. Yeah. Really? She had a camera. She was the one like taking p- people's grad photos and everything. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. But I don't think I can ever like be that. And then now you're solely. I don't really do photography anymore. Yeah, now you be DJing. DJing. Work up, work up, work up. I do film <laughs> photography. I will do that. I haven't used my like DSLR like in a while. Yeah, it's been a while. But I do film, and I, I love film. Sell it. No, you have a better one than I do. Yeah, but I could always use more. <laughs> we'll talk. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, are we not just the coolest little trio? Right now? <laughs> we are. Yeah. DJ, photographer, podcaster. Yeah. All I mean, you do so many things. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like, I mean, I guess. But yeah, we're cool. Yeah. Like we could kind of take over the world. Yeah. You we know could. what's funny? Um. I was actually. Uh. And we didn't talk about this, but whatever. Um. Your aesthetic for some of your mixes, like it. It makes me want to like visit you in Chicago, but only Come on down. but like only with the knowledge that we're only gonna wear the same type of clothes that they wore in the Matrix. Oh, like, <laughs> like Are you and about that's that video in that it. you sent me of that girl like Wait, like what video like photoshopping her face on the Matrix video. Um, Do you remember that girl oh, with wait, the glasses? Oh, Is that what you're envisioning? I don't remember the video, but like yeah, okay, I'll t- I'll tell you what I'm envisioning. Like, um, like just long black leather stuff that like it that like covers our arms and kind of looks like a dress but is <laughs> but is cool and um like tiny glasses uh, yeah like tiny I glasses know. that are like pitch black that are like illegally black like if they oh, were we could on, for sure do that oh yo but uh, but like only dj like just warehouse yeah, uh, warehouse yeah no let's do it yeah like the the type of house that's just like 
<laughs> just like way too aggressive yeah like, you know to do it i love that just her aesthetic made you feel all of these different things <laughs> so intensely yeah 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 i was like yo i'm out there to chicago like i want it to be like way too cold teleport everyone, me yeah i want it to be like way too cold in like a steel warehouse and it's just like Honestly, yeah. we can figure it out. I mean, I can find some leather pantsuit. <laughs> I already have the glasses. So can, Yeah, Levi, I can find some fucking leather. All right, can we get the fuck out of here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to go. Yeah. Oh, my God. That's so fucking funny. Yo, I, like, I, I want to DJ like some cool spots, though. Like, I want to DJ like some really, really, I've seen videos of people DJing in like the jungle. and Or the helicopter. Uh, have you seen the one in like the, yeah, literally she was DJing it on a helicopter while like floating over, or not floating over, but like flying over mountains really have you seen that video no it was i was like oh, wait wait can we just pull it up well, uh, do you know what i would look up i saw it on instagram but I, youtube will for sure have it just like google or youtube man djing on helicopter it should literally pop up super quick man, on but there's there's like videos on instagram that i see of people like djing like in igloos and like pyramid i'm like that is goals that is so cool so i'm going to tulum on monday what? and i'm bringing my casual yeah <laughs> <laughs> so i'm going to tulum on monday and i'm literally bringing all my dj stuff and one of the days we rented a boat i'm literally gonna bring it on the boat and i'm just gonna try to make a video of how like i literally see people djing everywhere is your favorite part about djing like the different locations that you are able to do it in or oh, I feel no, like it for no, you would no, be no. controlling the crowd and like no, that's, that's what it is. That for me. is literally the best thing, honestly. I so the first time I can't, I can't find the video. It's just like a bunch of bullshit. So the first time I ever DJ'd for a crowd that I really didn't know because all summer long everything was closed in Chicago because of COVID. So I would just DJ in my apartment with like my same old friends, which is fine. It gave me, got me used to like DJing in a crowd. But Halloween, I DJed at my friend's Dan Halloween party, and it was a crowd that I had no idea. I started playing music and they were just like killing it. Like they were like singing along and I was like, that is why That's I started dope. DJing. That's dope. Cause you remember like, remember a while ago we were going to Desperado and I was like DJing on the bus. Yes. I literally was this like- This girl takes the ox cord from like a party bus on a frat bus. Yeah, Yo, we, that's, were, we were that's so, literally- and That's, that's such what, a like, me move too. That literally like, like started why I was like, I know what like the crowd wants to hear. So like I want to get into DJing, yeah. but like obviously college and you have- every single like distraction under the, um, in the books. I'm like, uh, and then I finally like started DJing when I moved to Chicago and I was like, I love this shit. Mm -hmm. Like I love like just looking out and just like people just like really feeling themselves. They're like your little zombies. I'm just like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, wow, that's yep, such a great yep, way yep. of uh, Or puppeteer. That's literally what you're doing. You're like literally controlling the crowd with the music. Yeah. yeah. It's so much fun. And you just look like a badass up there, like shades on. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's it's honestly such a good no, time. I love it. I love it. Yeah. But That's like, cool. you also got to be careful about uh, taking too many requests because it's like, yeah. you, you know, you give a dog a bone. And I the, usually don't because it's, I mean, you download the music beforehand and right. like, I don't usually have like the songs they request, but I do like make a notepad in my, in my phone and like make sure I download it next time. Yeah. And honestly, I listen to it first because if it's something like I really can't see myself playing, I'm just like, oh, I don't know if I'm going to like play this, but I'll always like download it just in case. But right. This guy in Miami was DJing and he had like the sickest black outfit and all it said was no, no request on his shirt. I like that. And I was just like, respect. No, honestly, ever since DJing, it makes me 
feel sorry for all the times I went up to a DJ and be like, hey, can you play this? Because now I know how <laughs> fucking annoying it is. Yeah. I'm just like, no, like, I want to play what I want to play. I think I did that to you and Gasparilla, so I'm sorry. Nah, it's you, you <laughs> and everyone else. Like, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, one thing that I did last time I DJed was like this, this girl came up to me, honestly, really cute girl. And she was like, play J Balvin, play J Balvin. And I was like playing like house music. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And I looked at her and I was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and like, she kept on coming up to me and I was like, listen, like pay me because <laughs> I'm getting paid for this show. And the person who's paying me specifically said house music. Well, actually Tulum vibes. Ooh. Yeah. Very specific. Yeah. So um, it's like, I'm not going to do that. But what I ended up doing was playing like a, like a Spanishy house song. It's got like a song called like Pasilda. You know that song? You know mm -hmm. what I'm talking about? Let me, let me play it. Cause it's actually a really fucking dope song. That's nice. You gave her a little something of what she wanted. Exactly. Yeah. And then I jumped in the pool with like her and her friends and danced with them. It was fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a fun DJ. <laughs> no, it's so much fun. Where was that at? Um, was that recently, right? That was really recently, yeah. Oh, yeah. Good. Yeah, yeah, It's like super like uh, Hispanic house. Um, but yeah, yeah, that was actually at this uh, apartment complex that's right over the wharf in Fort Lauderdale. You know what I'm talking about? I know the wharf, yeah. yeah. Oh, okay, so one of those. Yeah, it was like, it, it was like an apartment complex, but it was like above it. It was, it, was it was above like, the, wow i didn't know that yeah it was a cool spot i yeah, think it's like cool. a newer place mm -hmm. yeah my actually my little brother in my fraternity this dude jonathan siegel do y'all know jonathan siegel mm -hmm. no, I don't um <laughs> yeah he got covid and couldn't play the show like he lives in that condo and that's his show mm -hmm. but he was like levi like i got covid i need you to do this for me and i was like i please i got you. yeah the, and i and i get paid fucking i'm yeah. all for it yeah that's cool well yeah. your little brother in your frat was also dj um yeah we bond heavy. I love that dude. That's so sick. Did you yeah. DJ in college? Did I DJ in college? Um, no, but I would bring that speaker everywhere. Everywhere. Yeah. Is it just me or does FSU breed DJs? I feel like we're the no, only school that. I feel like FSU breeds a lot of different people, like DJs, like photographers, like it's a very know. it's a very artsy, artsy school yeah, in a way. And a yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I say it's in a way artsy. School. No, it it is though. Like a lot of people that I've like met through yeah. like whatever like they've been like really cool ass artsy people like musically djing everything no yeah i agree i always say when i visited uf that was like the one part missing from uf that i feel like fsu has like the little hippie culture yeah we have little areas too that were very hippie like yeah and see honestly i i i love that y'all are saying this right now because i didn't really like get into that like because i was very involved with like my fraternity and shit and it's like the vibe in the fraternity especially when you like get older and older is like so what are you gonna do after college this and that and it's not like dope ass people doing dope ass shit yeah you know what i mean so it's like i like i had friends uh, i had i don't i don't know why I'm, i keep on wanting to say like do y'all know this person do y'all know that person but whatever my buddy aaron he was like in the music scene and like doing all sorts of shit and i loved hanging out with him because i got like the real Tallahassee vibe mm -hmm. from, from him and mm -hmm. shit, you know? But yeah, like FSU really does breed a lot of different people, a lot of cool people. And I feel like a lot of people go to FSU without like a prior um, experience in like real life stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Like I feel very blessed to have grown up in like Miami beach and then moved to Weston because I got like a more real life perspective 
before I went to FSU. Yeah. Yeah. That being said, when you're at FSU, it is sort of like a bubble. Like if it you, is. Yeah. It's a utopia. Yeah. It's a simulation. And it, it's cool because all the artsy people that are doing the music and the photog stuff are kind of creating Wait, the, the what vibe. Stuff? The photog stuff? I, I say photog. I, it's not a real word. Just you photography. photography. Stuff. Yeah, <laughs> I like that. I like that. That sounds like what uh what like Frodo would call photography in Lord of the Rings. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. But no, like they're Sme- the ones Smeagol's just taking pictures. We of, all like, listen to the same music and it's because like the students are the ones controlling the whole like yeah. culture and yeah energy, oh which yeah is cool yeah i remember y'all uh good ass music out i remember like going out and just like, drake season dan- when drake's oh, album my came out. oh my god oh my god that I'm was saying. on repeat for so long at every bar yes it was just, dancing like, my ass up i know i know exactly what <laughs> i'm talking about yeah yeah I remember when Tech Yes first started up at Florida Oh, yes. yeah. yeah. I was, was late awesome. to that, but I was like, I've been missing out on this. You went to so a lot long. of them. Yeah. Yeah, they were fun. It was like a small little crowd, too. So it wasn't. Yeah. You got y'all, to y'all crowd. I think. I'm a, uh, when did y'all graduate? FSU? 18, 2018. Yeah. 18. Okay. Yeah, I was 17. Yeah. And like what, after I, like my senior year is when Tech Yes really started to pop off. And then when I left, there were so many sick tech yeses. Like, did you go to the tech yes with GOP? G-A-W-P. Do you remember this? This was before I was even into... House like, music. House music. Okay. I didn't know anybody's name. I was just going for the ride. Okay, that's like, cool. I like these beats. Yeah. <laughs> and honestly, I didn't go to any tech yeses, I don't think. No. Really? They're, they're so fun. And it, it converts you. Because... If you had, if you've never been to a house music show, and then you go to a house music show that's just house music, no one's coming up to the DJ and asking for like Major Lazer and mm-hmm. Jay Balvin or whatever. Like when it's just the house and everyone is on the vibe, yeah. then it literally converts you into like someone who loves that type of music yeah. and wants more and more and more of it. Yeah. It puts you in a trance. It's like a, an escape. You're not really talking between everybody's talking with their dancing and their body language. Yeah, exactly. For like hours. Yeah. No speaking. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Oh I my love God. house music. I yeah. love, love house music. Yo, how about people who would try to like talk to you in the middle of standard when it, it, during happy hour when it's <laughs> super loud? Yeah, like- <laughs> so tell me about yourself. Like, oh my God, no. <laughs> I'm blacked out. You literally, <laughs> I can't even see you. <laughs> yeah, oh my God. Yeah, like it's it, nasty. I was honestly never a fan of standard See, at all. I loved it. I loved really? lights too. Yeah. I oh my god, I was so not a fan of either because I just felt like like when I go out and when I say go out, I mean like leave my house. Like <laughs> I, unless I'm like working or whatever. If I'm going out for like pleasure, then I want to like one talk to people. But in that setting, I want to be at like a chill bar. Like, have y'all been to Funky Buddha in? Uh, in I think it's in Boca or it's on mm-hmm. Oakland Park Boulevard or right, whatever. It's like a chill beer don't drinking place. Don't they have sushi? Place. I, um, I don't think so. Oh. No, or maybe they. I do. know the beer Funky Buddha. Is it the same? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's oh, a brewery. Okay. Like, the, like the it's a brewery on Oakland Park Boulevard, and they uh, have all these awesome beers. I've been there with like friends before, and we've gotten like the, they do flights in six things instead of just four or three. Oh, really? it's, yeah, cool. they give you six uh, little things that actually are about this size, and they have like peanut butter and jelly beer Ooh. and like raspberry and like coffee i'll just check it out next time I'm it's down so here. good it's I so love breweries good. Me too. yeah same yeah we should too. honestly all like we should squat up and go there one day like that'd we be should. so fun yeah that'd be that'd be for next sweet. time i'm in town perfect yeah um come back from tulum tulum yeah from <laughs> yeah so i like if i'm going out i want to be able to either talk to people at like a chill bar and you know like take the edge off a little bit or i want to go and listen to some awesome music and dance 
Mm-hmm. Like, and I guess it, that's how I am. Usually if I, like I'll probably start off like at a socially part, like just at a bar or whatever. But like usually towards the end, like I want to go to a place that like strictly you're dancing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Warm up, talk, get to know people. That's it. The like, main course is shake my ass. Yeah, literally, <laughs> <laughs> literally. I like, will, I want to go to a place where I can just dance and everyone yeah. around yeah. me is dancing too. It's fun. Yeah. It's a great time. Yeah. Yeah. Have y'all been to a uh, space in Miami? Of I've never been to space. So oh, fun. It's never so been. fun. Yo, it is what, the best. I, are, are, we went to a place in Miami, South Beach. Remember, don't sit on the furniture. They were mm-hmm. playing great house music. Yeah, same type of energy, but same. space is a whole new level. Like you get there at three and leave at seven a.m. Yeah, which yeah. is like ter- and they start ter- serving terrible mimosas. And awesome. Really? Yeah, yeah. yeah I want to go. <laughs> it's awesome. And there's so many Europeans there all the time. Like forty year old dads with their wives. It's just like a very- how old are their wives? 12. <laughs> <laughs> Probably. No, it's just always so interesting. The type of people that I see there among like college kids too. It's just everything. It's like the world in one little bar. Right. I want to go. It's fun, but it affects go. your whole week. Yeah. 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 Like, yeah, yeah. Cause uh, like you're, you show up at three and you leave at like seven uh, and that's being conservative. Uh, <laughs> yeah. And mm-hmm. it's like, that means that you're getting back on, let's just say, let's say that you get there on Sunday at 3 a.m then you're leaving on Sunday at 7 a.m. and you probably didn't nap during the day. You know what I mean? So that means that on Monday you're groggy AF and like when you don't sleep. So there's this doctor, uh, Matthew Walker, who talks all, he's like the sleep doctor. I think his Instagram user is actually at the sleep doctor. Mm -hmm. And he says that in order to recover from a full night of not sleeping, you need to sleep for, I think it's like, like you need to have solid eight hours of sleeps, like four or five days in a row and it can like severely you know that um mere wakefulness is a form of low-level brain damage really yeah that's what terrifying yeah i mean (laughs) well what's terrifying is not getting enough sleep yeah and that's like the problem with uh with space yeah yeah but it's just just going out in general well no i'm a firm believer in hibernation like when i don't sleep i'm totally fine taking a whole day of recovering and sleeping oh yeah you have to see but like if if i like stay out late lately i it takes me like a good three days to recover yeah and that's what i'm saying about space like but it's so fun though who who have you seen there wait what were you gonna say i'm a night owl like i i feel like when i like our college group friends there's like me you maybe ansley and tori and maybe Jenny, we all like will stay out, 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 out late. Yeah, like till I, like six a.m. I can always like count on like a certain group of friends like will willing to like stay out, out, out. If there's alcohol in my body, I don't want to fall asleep with it in my body. I'd rather like run its course, just, like, <laughs> just sweat it out, yeah. sweat it out. Yeah, yeah. I'm. All, I was always like a person who's like, let's watch the sunrise. A pusher, and then, always. Like, you guys always that see that was too. never me in uh, college because the only reason that I would want to do that is if I'm listening to like house music or it's if it's tech yes or something. Mm-hmm. But after college, like when I was in law school and stuff, is when I started going to. Sorry, I'm talking. Ooh, sometimes you need to take a deep breath. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I like in law school is when I would go to space a little bit more, and it's like, and honestly, and I'm sure you can agree with me here, it's an accomplishment when you see the uh, that outside it's getting light. You feel yeah, good yeah. about like, yourself. You feel, You're like, yeah. I am sick. I'm here. <laughs> yeah, like I, I am a certified I need help. I'm a certified freak. Yeah, that's funny how you partied more like in law school. I feel like it would have been the opposite. Um. I mean, honestly, I, I and I'm going to sound maybe like a douche here, but whatever. Like, I just fucking hated going out when I was in Florida State unless it was like a social or a date function. Like, wh- when I first got there, I loved happy hour. And y- y'all want to hear a fun but also not so fun fact about Levi Weinstein? I didn't go to Potts 
my entire freshman year. I went to, uh, yeah, I know. Really? Where'd yeah. you go? Um, me and my girlfriend would hang out in, at Wildwood. Oh, because you had a girlfriend. Oh. Yeah, yeah. That's why. That yeah. changes everything. Yeah. And, and the girlfriend was like super about her studies, you know, which more power to her. Yeah, no, no, Like, no. cool. I mean, like, you, you know, you go to college to get an education, but like, you know, give me a fucking break. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, but yeah, like when I joined uh, Florida State, or when I joined Florida State, when I joined my fraternity, it was like, hey, let's go out. And I'm like, oh shit, okay. And it was fun at first. I loved going to happy hour and like all that stuff. But then happy hour just got like disgusting. Like happy hour just became, in my opinion, just way too packed and gross. And everyone would only do Clyde's and Standard, and Pots became a ghost town. But Pots was my favorite. That was pee popping Pots. Um, pot like, puh. I need a <laughs> Peter Pickle film. had a yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, so Pots became like a ghost town. But I loved Pots when uh, when I was like a sophomore in like early junior year because everyone would go there, and it was just so much better than. And I, I mean, I, you said that you like Standard, yo, like. It was just a no. It was packed. It was like a was, sardine, yeah. and I'm a sweaty dude. Yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah and I'm a sweaty girl. <laughs> <laughs> my hair was always up in a tripping bun oh by God. the end of the night. Yeah, very like, cute. I was honestly all about just like going to happy hour early and leaving early, and just like chilling with whoever is at the fraternity. And like honestly, I mean, I'm going back to the hippie people at Florida State, just playing guitar. Like they just no, that's do it cool doing though. That. I love that. Yeah, I do wish I went to more house parties. Um, yo, house parties and uh, in Tallahassee, were fun. Yeah, no, yeah. I like house parties. House I mean, pa- house parties. That's all dope. I did this past like year was house parties because nothing was really open. But now you know whatever Tulum. So anyway, yeah. <laughs> 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 I'm so jealous you're going there. It's gonna be such a good escape. No, I'm for excited. You. No, I'm really really. Are excited. you nervous at all about COVID? Well, I already had it. Okay. And everyone that was with already had it. So, oh, okay. I mean, and we're, okay. I mean, we're staying in a house. So, and we'll, obviously, we'll still wear a mask and stuff nice. like that. How long are you going to be there for? Till January 4th, eight days. Oh, my God. No, I'll be, it's a vacation. Like, I'm going away, away. It's going to be wild. No, I'm excited. Everyone, uh, I feel like Tulum, Tulum, Tulum. Like, a few months ago, I, I see a few people going to Tulum, and then it's like everyone and their mother is just in Tulum. Yep. Like, it's I don't know crazy. why. Yeah. I, I feel like they're just living life out there. And yeah. you're going to a festival, right? A music no, festival? it got canceled. Oh, it got canceled. Sad. Was that where you were originally going? No, we were going to go for like New Year's Eve, but it okay. got it just got re- no. I shouldn't say it got, it got canceled. It got rescheduled till April. So we're just going to like figure out maybe just have a house party like on New Year's Eve, which That'd is be fine. So and and I'm said, bringing all my DJ yeah, stuff. I was so about to say. I think yeah. it'll be, it will be fun. And like in speakers and stuff too. Yeah, my friend is bringing. How are you bringing that bringing on the that? plane? Yeah, what? Well, so he gets free. <laughs> He gets three free check bags, so he's gonna bring my speaker. I literally, he has it with him. I gave okay. it before I left, and then I have my DJ stuff here with me. So wow. that's gonna be crazy. Y'all yep. want to take another shot of gin? Uh, <laughs> okay, let's go. <laughs> no, I'm really excited. I actually, I yes, I, I downloaded so much. Another music. shot of gin. Objection. Wait, hit it. Uh, obj- I object, or I don't object to another shot of gin. I would never object. <laughs> Oh yeah, here you go. That's kind of running its course. I have two other bottles behind. Oh, thank God! (laughs) (laughs) Let's just crush two and a half bottles of Harry Blues gin on this podcast. Thank God! Yeah, y'all be stumbling out of here. That'd be nuts. Thank God! (laughs) Oh yeah. Mm, All right. Cheers. Cheers.
Harry Blue's gin. Are you supposed to take shots of gin? Uh, <laughs> I don't no. think so. Oh, I poured myself <laughs> way too big of a shot there. Ah! Just got a little body chill in the best way ever. Ah! <laughs> oh my god, that was way too big of a shot. Ugh. Listen, I love Harry Blue's gin. Don't get that fucking twisted. <laughs> but sometimes you take things a little bit too far, and that's exactly what I just did because now my brain hurts. But whatever. Ugh. Did, did y'all have like fun uh, themes for your waltzes? Mine was disco. That's a, that's a fun No, theme. literally, mine was disco. Yeah? Yeah. What'd was, you wear? I wore, like, disco pants with a glow-in-the-dark, like, green afro that, like, literally glue in the dark. Is it on your Instagram? It was on my Instagram, but I do have pictures. I can actually... I archived it. I didn't delete it. Nice. Okay. I was, um, was going to say, I could pull it up on here, then it would be on the video. Um. Yeah, it was disco. That's lit. Mine was called Just Three Words, because at the time, I was doing a little t-shirt company with, um, I think it was... An, Hi, Toss. Seth Logan. Yeah, yeah. yeah. What? Yeah, we, so funny. we had like this little t-shirt concept. And then, so I had everybody wear a white t-shirt and then just write three words that best describe them. Okay, So cool. mine was, Wait, where did, did is you Ari? Oh, where is Ari? Yeah. Like, oh, okay. I was going to ask, Um, is it like another, like other people write the words for you or you write your own words? Everybody wrote their own word and like showed up to the party. Okay. That, that, I guess that requires a little bit of introspection. I wonder what I would write. Yeah. Some people were a little aggressive with it. Like, I, I think where's the Xanax? Yeah. Like, Huge fucking cock. Yeah. <laughs> there's I'm trying there's to think so many things was. you could do with it. I think all your friends were where's Ari, right? Yeah. 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 Okay, yeah. yeah. Like all my close friends had where's Ari. And then, oh, mine said, where's my drink? Where's my drink? Yeah. That and sounds like a, uh, like, like a bitchy 40 year old wife. <laughs> Where is my drink? <laughs> Where's my drink? Or just like an annoying girlfriend at space. Yeah. Um. Where's my drink? <laughs> <sighs> I unfortunately didn't even like make it out. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh my god. Like that was a fun time though. Like you didn't make it out to the bar? No. Like we had a really fun pregame, and then <sighs> I don't remember the rest of the night. Oops. Yeah. It I, was fun. Um, I have so many videos. <laughs> I was messing with you the whole time. That's incredible. <laughs> Yeah, uh, I've 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 visited uh, uh, my buddies in Nashville a couple times. The second time that I went out there, we the same shit. Like we just had an awesome pregame, and then we all just like fell asleep. <laughs> pregames are better than actually going out. Agreed. Yeah. Wait, talk talk more into the mic. Pregames are better. There you go. You hear than that? Actually going out. Yeah, it's like foreplay. Yes. yes. Like you, yes. you just get all the energy. <laughs> and you're so excited. You're talking well, about these people. Well, foreplay is fun, but I wouldn't say that foreplay is more fun than sex. See, other people would disagree. Really? I feel like especially girls would disagree. Really? Well, I guess it depends on your definition of foreplay. I mean, yeah. I guess girls like cuddling more, but like, <laughs> I don't know. I like cuddling. You know what I mean? It's yeah. Just whatever. Yeah. Are you a big spoon or a little spoon? Um, I'm a great big spoon, but I I love being little. Spoon. Little, <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? It's it's just nice. It's like co- you like a little. I kind of like being big spoon sometimes. Yeah, too. yeah. You know, as little spoon, you know, you feel needed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like everybody needs both both sides of the spoon. Both spoons in your life. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, We're my, about to uh, get to the rated R. Sorry, I'm starting to cry and get emotional. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't been little spoon so long. <laughs> Just thinking back on the time. Okay, anyway, um, I uh, my 21st birthday. I was actually at Okeechobee. Really? That's yeah, a good, that's a good way to spend your birthday. Yeah, it was fun. I got really drunk. It was a really really good time, and I saw a bass actor. Uh. Yeah, wait. I saw him right wait, before wait, COVID. The mic. Talk. Yeah, you can move the mic by the way. Like, if you want to move the mic, or you can take the mic out and just hold it. 
Is this good? Yeah, that's perfect. Okay. I saw him right before COVID. I went to Okeechobee right before yeah, COVID. Yeah, we saw hit. each other at Okeechobee. Oh my God, yeah. with Versace. Uh-huh, yeah, yeah, at, literally at Versace. Yeah, yes. that was so fun. Yeah, I wasn't even planning on going, but my buddy Jerry, who you briefly met, um, he got like VIP tickets through his job or some shit. So we just like went super last minute, which was yeah, great. Yeah, amazing. And Wait, now, that was your 21st birthday? No. Like uh, when I saw you? Yeah, yeah. No, I was gonna say. I'm 25 right now. Or <laughs> <laughs> oh, do your math. Sorry, this gin. Uh, yeah, I'm actually a junior at Florida State right now. <laughs> I'm doing online school. Yeah, but no, now I can say that I've been to all the Okeechobees, which is pretty fucking that cool. That is cool. Wait, I, only, is really cool. I only went to the very first one. That's a good one to go to. Yeah, that's the only, I only went to that one. Yeah. It was a great ass time. Yeah, so fun. I like the camping festivals. They're great. I like them a lot. Wh which ones have you been to? Honestly, only Okeechobee and then Airbeat One, which is in Germany. And Ari and I went to fuck? that. Yeah. That was the most terrifying experience <laughs> I've ever had in my life. Uh, why? It was. Oh. First of all. Should we tell that story? We got to tell that story. <laughs> we had to go and buy a tent in Germany and like had to ask around all these locals, what is the equivalent to Target? Like what is the equivalent to? <laughs> they only spoke German. They, they literally only spoke German. And okay. the stereotype about them being rude is very true. It's just like the way that they speak, but they're just like, uh, American, like blah, blah, blah. So yeah. we barely caught our bus to get to the festival and we see it in the distance and we start sprinting towards it. And wait, wait, the bus? The, the bus, bus to, to take to us to the festival. festival. Yeah. Okay. It was okay. like this random German bus. Honestly, like we had a guardian, <laughs> guardian angel the whole time because we went to this like underground train thing because we thought like the bus would have been like on the other side of it or whatever. And then we get up ready to be like, oh shit, like, okay, we lost her. We like missed our bus. And then we see it in the distance and we book it. We book it and Sab has a sub in her backpack. <laughs> it drops. And it just flies out of her back. It almost like hits what? me in the face and I dodge it. And we're just like running towards this bus like, wait, we must make this. Yeah. There's just like a fucking tuna sub like yeah. hanging out of your mouth. Yeah, and we, and we literally finally make it and we met these two guys on the bus. That spoke English. And they Bless. literally like took us under their wing and like showed us how to get to the festival because the bus dropped us off at this gas station in random Germany. Like yeah. literally like the boonies of Germany. Wait, so the bus didn't even take you to the no, festival? No, you literally go left or right. And if it was just us two, we probably would have went the opposite direction. <laughs> but we just followed these like two guys who became our friends at the yeah. festival. They helped nice. us pitch our tent that we also didn't know how to do. And we lost Me and Zab were two idiots abroad. Like, <laughs> I don't know how we came back to America. Yeah, there were so many moments where I was like, this is it for me. Wait, but why was it scary though? Like what was the scary part of it? Well, I, we found like these little 18 year old guys who were like rolling up and smoking so like smoking weed yeah yeah yeah. yeah. Okay. and i was like okay done this before <laughs> whatever and i don't know what happened to me but the ground was like wavering like this whoa and were you also drinking no, no so you, we oh. had like a beer yeah. i was fine i don't she i, don't, I was holding on to sap for dear life i'm like sap i need you to <laughs> me, like shaking shivering and it was just the most awful experience ever but so then, when does the music part come in did you see any music we yeah, did we saw like Atlantis. we saw like hardwell it was like edm music though it was okay. like edm house type of thing there was like three so american like, acts that we recognized and then everybody else was in german yeah, but it was weird because it was like a German festival, but like it was America themed. Like all like the main stages were U.S. monuments. Yeah, what? yeah, what? it was like the craziest thing, and everyone thought we were from Barcelona because we were literally the only people like of color <laughs> at the festival. And I'm not kidding; they're just like, "Oh, like are you guys from like Barcelona?" Like we're like, "No, yeah. <laughs> like we're not from Barcelona." And it was actually so cold, and we did not prepare. And I remember waking up, and our granola bars were frozen. There was like icicles on our granola. It bars. was literally like. Just licking the vitamins Ooh. off yeah, of the yeah. granola bar. <laughs> like, like, like a, a granola popsicle. It was a low point. 
But looking back at it, I was like, that is some cool ass shit that we did. Like, you cannot say that you camped at a random music festival in Germany. And Nor- then like, Northern Germany. It was called Neustadt Glen. Yeah. If anybody's interested. If anyone's been. It was a cool, it was a cool time. And yeah, then this podcast is actually gigantic in Germany. So everyone knows exactly. Oh, then they, they, <laughs> they probably been. But it was, it was a fun trip. And then chaos happened after the yeah <laughs> it was all chaos but looking back i definitely am what not afraid to travel just like missing every train possible like we always literally- running never at ease we <laughs> just were- subs flying everywhere where are you getting uh, all these subs no. from <laughs> <laughs> honestly yeah, tell the story so with like study abroad if you miss a class you drop a letter grade so you have to go to every single class and it's like no excuse because the classes are super easy. So it's Sunday. We flew into Germany or we flew into Rome. We tried to catch the train, but there wasn't any trains left because like the last one already came, like left already. So we're just like, okay, so how do we get from Rome to Florence? And it's, it's like a two hour bus ride. Okay. So we finally find a bus. We like book it there. Ari's phone's on 1%. I don't have service. Oh my God. Literally on 1%. We get to the bus sold out. And we're just like- Wait, sold out of bus tickets? Like bus seats. And we're, and we're like, no, 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 this can't be happening. This like cannot be happening. Like we need to get on this bus. We have class tomorrow. And plus like they can't leave us at this Rome bus station. Like I have no idea where we are. They had two seats left and we got in the last two seats. Wow. And we huge. literally bus it all the way to Florence. We literally get there right in time to go to our class. So we literally went to class in our Airbeat one. And granted, <laughs> we literally, I it was like the most craziest thing ever. And we literally went to class in our festival, camping festival attire. We Wait, didn't what were you wearing? Like a tutu or something? I think I was just wearing like, like just random like pants, and like a shirt. And then <laughs> I'm just imagining you just smelled like, like the forest. Yeah, yeah. Like, it was, it was the shit bad. I just went through. Like y'all, y'all are just like full on like plur warriors yep. on like stilts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, it was like, we, we made it there just in time and we went to class and then after class, we finally like, were able to like take a shower and just like reflect on like what the hell has happened <laughs> to us in the past 24 hours. But no, it was chaos. And what, that's just- What class was it? I, I, th- I think I was going to like urban planning or something like that. Okay. Mine was art and architecture. So I had to walk around these <laughs> museums and look at Renaissance art. And I was about to keel over and literally just throw up everywhere. All over these paint- paintings. We had some crazy ass stories abroad. God, and honestly, crazy. the fun thing is we didn't fight once. No. And we're still, f- I think we're friends, right? I don't know. <laughs> we're, we're still friends, I think. I mean, that, I feel like that's sort of my job to, be, to bring friends back yeah. together. Yeah, you, you know really I mean? did. I would have never made plans with this girl. <laughs> she scarred me. <laughs> She's no, I'm kidding. She's like a sibling because of all the shit that we went through and like. Oh God, it was so awesome. much fun. So much fun. Wait, so it was, uh, you studied abroad in Valencia, I'm assuming? Or no, no, I did Valencia for six weeks and then I did Florence and then I met her in Florence. I did Florence for six weeks. So I trusted her. I was like, oh, you've been abroad. You know how to do the thing, get all the trains. Uh, and so I was like, yeah. yeah so I was like, yeah, yeah, follow my lead to death. <laughs> yeah. Meanwhile, she's just throwing subs as hard as she possibly oh, yeah. can at your face. Chucking subs. <laughs> you want oh some more God. mayo? <laughs> I just like have such a strong visual of that sub flying out of her bag. I, and you let me you look for it too. I was digging through my whole entire bag. I was like, I know I put this in here. And then she was like, oh yeah, it like fell out. It's like, okay, well now I packed it, unpacked my whole backpack. You didn't tell me that. No, it was, it was No, what if, what if I was like, Surprise, and I just pull out like a sub. <laughs> sub wrapped the- in like paper towel. <laughs> that was so, that was so funny though. God, that's, oh, yeah, that's incredible. There's nothing like traveling with a really close friend of yours. It like, it brings you together. Even if you like don't yeah. start off as like super close friends, like no, for you sure. end that shit. 
as close friends like actually yeah. uh tomorrow on the podcast my buddy logan rittenberg is coming on mm-hmm. and him and i like sort of knew each other in high school but we have a lot of mutual friends we agreed to go on birthright like to oh israel God. together oh, really? That's maybe cool. a year before we actually went and it was because i visited him in nashville and we just became like super close friends when we were in nashville i was there to visit uh, y- y'all know angela Cedeno? yes yeah yeah i was there vis- i was there visiting like him and like me and logan just struck up a great friendship year later we're in israel together for 10 days we decided to extend it um the day before it was supposed to end but we didn't do it correctly so fast forward to us in the ben yamin airport at four in the morning arguing with the airport uh front desk people about our spot on the plane we literally had to pay a thousand dollars because yes yeah each because we had to get oh a hotel and buy a new plane ticket because we honestly just totally fucked up like and didn't and didn't yeah, uh that, like damn, do it correctly sucks. yeah oh my god but, happens but, but bonding that moments sucks. though oh yeah my god, we had yeah. to pay like 50 euros because we were gonna miss our our flight to somewhere i think we we're going like prague or something and then we like took the train from Florence to Rome and then like all the taxi drivers in Rome were on strike. So we were gonna- They were on strike against Uber. So they would like look at you and drive past you. And we didn't know what was going on. We were like, why Why won't they stop? They, just take us uh. to the airport. And then we finally found this like nice lady to take us to the airport. I mean, literally made it there just in a good time. Yeah, but, but a thousand is way different than 50. 50. Yeah, 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 so much, so different, so yeah. different. But that stress is the same. Like, yeah, we so even like stress. going through all those low points I feel like bonds two people in oh, a way. So oh, like I don't need so to talk hardcore. to her for a year and we'll have a relationship that nobody else will ever have with me because she saw me at like the low, low, low. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I, 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 I got, I wish Logan was here right now. No, Aww. traveling does. Bring him over, bring him over. Traveling <laughs> does bond people. Cause I mean, we were friends before. Like we were like friends. Okay. We were good friends. Chill out. <laughs> no, but like we were like, like, I like knew your name. But. You were like my roommate. <laughs> after. Oh, I, I have no concept of time. After. <laughs> blank. Traveling does bond. That, yeah, yes. that's that's actually incredible. Uh, but honestly, what ended up happening was like, so Logan and I, um, wait, Logan and I uh, missed our plane, had to pay a bunch of money. But then the time period in between figuring out that we completely fucked up and have to pay a bunch of money to when we actually got on our planes and left, it was like the best day. Like we went drinking a, like really, really good uh, Israeli beer all day, mm. had amazing food, like the best food. So when you're on birthright, are either of you guys Jewish or no? No, but honestly, I, I hear a lot about it. Technically, I, I, <laughs> I hear a lot about Technically, it. I am because my mom actually converted to Judaism when okay. she because she was going to marry. Damn, it's really hard for women to convert. She like was, it's very easy for men, but really yeah, hard for because women she to was going to marry a Jewish guy. Didn't yep. work out. Ah. Um, but yeah, so technically, my mom's Jewish, but like we were we like grew up Catholic. Right. Yeah. Right. Um. I was so I wouldn't say that you were Jewish. No. Yeah. Um. So. What the fuck was I just saying? Birthright. Um, uh, oh, yeah, yeah. So on birthright, the like I didn't know this going into the birthright program. So the birthright program is a free trip to Israel. Mm-hmm. And you're basically there with a big group of people and a few tour guides. What I was expecting was the tour guides to like take us to places and then kind of let us roam free. Nope. The tour guides were literally our parents the whole time. And it was like fun, but it was very much like we were being taken care of the whole time, which was sort of annoying. Yeah. But when that shit ended and Logan and I were just in Israel doing our thing, it was like, we're free. Like the, like our parents <laughs> aren't home anymore. We can do whatever the fuck yeah. we want. Yeah. So like that last, I mean, the last few days of us in Israel was 
just incredible. We went to this, oh my God, we went to this club that actually inspired me to get those turntables on the wall. Oh, really? Yeah. It was uh, in Tel Aviv? Um, yeah, it was this club I called- I want to go to Tel Aviv so it's bad. sick. I've heard I nothing but great things. so bad. Yeah. Um, we went to this club called Kuli Alma and there were a few different, so you walk in and you're on the second floor when you walk in and you have to walk downstairs to get to like the actual club area. Mm-hmm. The actual club area is a room on the left, a room in the middle, and the room in the middle is literally just like a, a box that's like one and a half times the size of this room with just like the top 40 jams, but like not the lame shit. And it's just like wood, it's like wooded walls. It's And, and cool. there's like a gift uh. shop area and it's like, at, it, it's so cool. Um, and then there's another area. Okay, so then there's another area, which I'm about to describe, which is my inspiration for buying that. But then there's um, another area where you like walk into a door, walk down a hallway, and there's just like a really chill bar with like cool, like like uh, like 90s rap. I love venues yeah, I love, that have it all. Like you yeah. can go to yeah. the next also, room and relax. Oh, or- you just reminded me, there was another section of it that was just an art gallery. My God. Oh, that's cool. So the room to the right of the wooded box room is like the reason why I got turntables instead of a controller. And by the way, I should say that big fucking gigantic, scary looking box right there. That's a controller because I'm tired of lugging all of that crap to every single gig. It's it's a lot. So that's like a controller. Levi, how do you walk around this room? Like, oh, it sucks. Yeah. There's one area of space and it's like, what's up? Do you have to pee or something? Okay, you go to the bathroom? Yeah, I kind of go to the bathroom, too. We can take a break in a minute. Um, but, yeah. Hello, Ari. Hey. Hey, it's exciting. <laughs> I know. Yeah. So, um, should we just talk, like, mad shit about... Sarah? Yeah, she yeah, smells. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was <laughs> I just going to say that. Yeah. So, wait, I want to I finish the story. Yes. So, um, the room that I skipped over that I was going to say, uh, it was, like, everyone was just, like, chilling and, like, bumping. And mm-hmm. I went up to the DJ, and the DJ had basically exactly what i have which is just two turntables and a mixer he was scratching but he was literally like uh 90s rap hip-hop instrumental on one turntable and 90s rap acapella on another one and yeah and like not the same ones and he was like mixing nas with tribe and like he played uh, a song called um Bread and Butter by Mims, which is unavailable on Spotify. And the only reason I even know about that song is because I bought a used iTouch in ninth grade and it had it. And it's such a great- wait, A look, used iTouch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's the only reason that I have it. Wait, wait, let me play it because it's on YouTube really quick. So yeah, that room I literally stayed in and was staring at the DJ. I mean, the, that's or, the, hella or, inspirational. Uh, this yeah. guy's like making- art yeah yeah yes. in front of your eyeballs yes that's crazy and, like i was literally staring at his hands for a good 30 minutes and just vibing yeah yeah and that is what inspired me to get like those Aww. turntables yeah wait so i want to uh i want to show you that song i hope he's listening and he knows that you inspired no a way. whole journey <laughs> he, he rude, he rude. <laughs> my friend mimi's actually um in israel right now she she got a job there like during covid G. Let's go. For the Shout bread out, and Mimi. butter, I leave niggas in the gutter. Yeah. For the bread and butter, I leave niggas in the gutter. For the bread oh my god, I, I this just makes me want to go there so bad. Niggas in the gutter. For the bread and butter, for the bread and butter. Can't wait till we can dance again. For the bread and butter, for the. Can't wait. That's that's hard. Can't wait till we can dance again and like vibe in this type of thing. Yes. Um. All right. I'm honestly down to take a break. You want to take a break? Sounds good. Let's do it. Um. Are we on? 
or what do you think? Okay, hold on. Start recording. Um, okay, and we're back. So we were just talking about, uh, what, what's up? Is that supposed to be moving? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, if okay. it wasn't moving, then we would have a problem. And I'm actually going to um, do that so that we don't really notice it. All right, yeah, perfect. Cool, cool. We were just talking about uh, my Lord and Savior, Joe Rogan, and how <laughs> he's just like the absolute man, um, does a lot of really, really inspiring shit. And he is just like, I, I was saying to Ari that Joe Rogan is so successful for a lot of reasons. Well, you actually, Sab actually said that he's successful for a lot of reasons, but one of the reasons is just how consistent he is. Mm -hmm. And he's been doing it for 11 years and has almost 1,600 episodes. And the average time per episode is like two hours. Yeah, they are long. Wow. Yeah. So it's like, and you were saying, just like, as long as you're consistent with stuff. Yeah, if you just, with anything, if you keep on going and have like a gracious <clears throat> attitude about it and realize that it's a journey and kind of just like don't think too far ahead of like the point that you need to get at just enjoy the process it will become something no matter what like he evolved into this guy who like can do cool things with the with these figures because it's just like you just keep on doing it every day and you build that and it's something persona. that he enjoys doing yeah that's a huge part of it. yeah like so i feel like a lot of people like the people so earlier in the podcast we were talking about y'all view uh, fsu as like a lot of different types of people come out of it, which I agree with. And a lot of artsy people come out of it. But from my perspective in like a fraternity, it's all like, so what are you doing after college type of people? Mm -hmm. I, I, I said that kind of fast. It's all like, so what are you doing after college type of people, which is very like, so you're going to be a lawyer, a doctor or in finance. Yeah. You know what I mean? But the problem is a lot of people don't enjoy that type of shit. A lot of people do a lot of people. I mean, I personally love diving deep into stocks and figuring out what's going on. But a lot of people don't necessarily enjoy learning about mitochondria and MNRA <laughs> yeah. and going to med school as badly as their parents may want them to or their friends are peer pressuring them into doing. Which, on from a broader perspective, that's not the worst thing to get peer pressured into, going to med school, yeah, like whatever. But, but will it, you enjoy your life? My point exactly. <laughs> yeah. My point exactly. Yeah. And like whatever you do, honestly, if you do it enough, you're going to get good at it. And then it's just a matter of being able to brand, market, and make money. Mm -hmm. You know? Yeah. Yeah, which you know a lot about. Shout out to Mary, uh, what was it? What's it Mary King? Mary King, yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's going to finish in April. <laughs> that's sick. I, I want to get more into that. But Mary King. Her, uh, yeah, explain. My please. brand strategy for my thesis. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I'm basically mm -hmm. just trying to build a brand for um, a new artist and doing it in an unconventional way. That's also kind of paradoxical because there's this whole theory about like authenticity around your brand, but social media isn't authentic anyways. So what if well, I well hold on a second? I want to cut you off there because it, <laughs> it can be like I try to be extremely authentic with yeah. Graham Radio. Like I'll literally just like if something is happening. Like okay, the other night I was going live with Sophia Balston and for the Christmas Eve episode. Right before I did it, I literally took a sweaty, oily-ass video of myself saying, hey, I'm about to go live, and I posted that. Mm -hmm. I don't think it gets any more authentic than that, yeah. but I know what you're saying. Yeah, I just think when it comes to monetizing an artist or something, there's always going to be a level of commercialness. So my idea was to leverage that and like use an audience to decide what they view her persona to be and then kind of lean into that after knowing that it's gonna be perceived as authentic by the audience. So I like crowdsourced 
people to tell me what they think Mary King is all about. Like, what does she do on her own? What kind of hobbies does she have? And based on that, I'm going to make like a content photo shoot direction and see how that picture is received. What, what ha, what's been your, um, well, you know, before I ask this question, I want to explain kind of like my experience with it. Mm-hmm. So you hit me up and you said that you were going to build like a, like a, an, like a, an aesthetic brand for, uh, Mary King. Is that sort of, like I don't want to like put words into your, no, mouth yeah, 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 that's right. So, uh, what it is, it's sort of like a, uh, like a discord. It's not on discord. It's on a different app, but it's a lot of people in, uh, in like one main group chat and then various like subgroup chats where you present questions to us mm-hmm. like listen to the song and tell us what color you're thinking of um like look at these photos and tell us what activities you think that she enjoys doing things like that and i personally think that, that is extremely extremely smart with that said my question to you is what what's your thought or all like or the feedback that you've received how what, how do you how would you rate it? Like, are there people who you like fiercely agree with or fiercely disagree with? And if so, why? The funny thing is, um, people were really gracious with their responses. Like I got really detailed responses, but they all aligned with each other. And I think that was due to like the, the phenomena of groupthink. Like everybody saw everybody's else's answers and we're like, oh, okay, I should agree with that. This is probably what she wants to hear. I should have made it like more anonymous, I think. But oh, yeah, I, I see what you're saying here. everybody gave me like the same response. So it feels good for me because I'm like, OK, this is the general direction that everybody believes. But is that what you really believe or were you just going off of what everybody else was saying in the group chat? Because was like 50 people who were all saying a thing. And then the next person said similar to that because okay. it's hard to get people to do surveys. You know, it is hard to get people to do They're surveys. just like click, 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 click. Right. Uh, well, I think that the way that you went about it was really, really good. But I don't think that this should be the last time that you do this because I think that that uh, I've never heard of anyone doing something like that before short of like actually sending someone a survey. But the fact that it's just so easily accessible uh, via an app on your phone and you can just answer mm-hmm. these questions is awesome. I like the idea of it being anonymous and not knowing yeah. who it is. And by the way, I just want to publicly apologize for uh, like being a little bit wild in that group chat. When when you added Tyler Pepper, I was like, oh my <laughs> God, a friend of mine is in this. No, that, that's <laughs> another thing to it though. Like I wanted to create a community around the right. artist because that's super important for any artist. I don't know, you kind of yelled at me. I know, after you, I you yelled, yelled at you, at I was like, wait, this is what I kind of want. <laughs> so that's my bad too. <laughs> but it's like all these people helping to create her brand makes right. them feel sort of attached to her in a way. So it's like, oh, I'm excited to see like what her next post is going to be now because mm-hmm. like I was a part of that. So I think it naturally creates a community around the artist, which is huge for It's also for sort of a artist. cool way to um, build a fan base. Exactly. Because now it's just exposure. It's mm-hmm. very direct exposure to Mary King. Yeah. Yeah. It's personal and people can relate to it because they're inherently like helping her make it right. up. So like with what you do with photography it very much ties well together mm-hmm. because you're also making uh you're, you're I'll, I'll let you explain it because i don't want to i don't want to explain it what it is that you do <laughs> yeah and i mean we sort of harped on this a little bit er- like earlier but i want like a little bit more like specifically like because you're not just getting hired to take pictures of people you're getting hired to like make people look a certain way mm-hmm. is that is that sort of right and i'm hey i'm just i'm just basing this off of what you put on instagram oh that so. makes me feel warm inside that that's what you <laughs> perceive <laughs> yeah. but um that's essentially 
what I am marketing myself as somebody who's kind of a brand consultant. Um, cause I became fascinated with the idea of a personal brand and how that helps you make up your dream life. If you just know how to produce an image that's reflective of who you are inside, the right people will start approaching you. So in a sense, I started doing that with my own photography. Like this is who I am. This is my vision. Like every picture I take is a self portrait because it's like the way that I see the world. So it's like my personal brand. So then I was like, I feel like people need this in a world that's so full of bullshit on social media. So I'm going to start marketing myself as like a personal brand photographer. Well, I don't think that you're going to start doing that. I think that you have, <laughs> like, you're very deep into it. Yeah, yeah. Thank you. Appreciate that. But that ties in with my um, thesis because I want to work on the marketing side of artists. Mm -hmm. So just helping them define themselves on social media and keep a consistent image that people can relate to right. is I think where I'm landing with all my stuff. I initially was going to be like, Oh, I might be an artist manager, but the more I learned about the music industry, I'm like unattracted to it. So I'm why, like, <laughs> why, why is that? Um, it's just so fickle. Like you never know where it's going to go. And instead of being on like the back end and helping other artists, I'd rather be a sort of creative director artist myself and team up with artists. So that's kind of where I'm at. And they keep on converging, like photography and music for me. So I'm just- How are they converging? Path. Like how I'm able to write my thesis on an artist and then conduct the photo shoot for right. her. Like I'm super excited about it. Mm -hmm. I feel like you take a picture of a lot of artists too. Don't yeah, I'm, I'm trying to lean more into that space, but I say yes to everything because I'm still new to the game. So yeah. still trying to like to find my style and practice genre. Practice too, yeah. Yeah, everything's good practice. Everything's a good opportunity. So that's kind of where I'm at. Yeah, no, that's it's that, cool that, to see. I mean, it's, it's sick. Really cool to see. Yeah, it's absolutely sick. Um, do you ever have a disagreement with, uh, with an artist? Like you think that you should be taking this type of picture, but the artist thinks that you should be taking that type of picture? Um, so far, I've been lucky lucky to have creative control and freedom where nice. they've been like, I trust you just do mm -hmm. what you think you see. But a lot of it is the warm up where I spend time getting to know them, whether it's via text or I've done like a couple of zoom calls where I just kind of interview them. Mm -hmm. I also love interviewing. It's kind of like this podcast vibe. Like it's just getting to know people. Yeah. And then I kind of sell myself as the person who's able to transfer that into a visual description or image. Nice. And That's not easy to do. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I've loved it so far. I've, I felt like it's been easy for me, which makes me feel like I'm doing the right thing in my life because nobody knows what we're doing. We're just figuring it out. But mm -hmm. it's been like it, we've like found each other, this little niche that L I'm like in. Like when, when you say we found each other, you're saying that like you, the, the individual, has found like this creative pursuit and you're like converging with it. Correct. Is that sort of, that's, that's yeah, correct? that's what I meant by that. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's very, very cool. Like it, it honestly is. And I feel like that's sort of an elementary response to that. Like just saying that it's very, very cool, but music is cool. <laughs> yeah, music is cool. M music is cool. Yeah. Well that, I mean, it's, it's re it, it is awesome to see what, what's been going on. You know what I mean? And it all kind of ties back into just being consistent. Cause let's yes, be real. Huge. Yeah, huge. Yeah. If you're just consistent with it and you keep on going forward with it, well then eventually who knows who you're going to, who's going to hire you. Yeah. You it's know? straight up a journey. Like you learn as you go, you try one thing, doesn't work out veer another way. And like, thank God for COVID. I mean, not really, but it gave me, Sheesh. <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> it gave me like this buffer space of time to not worry about, 
oh, I should be working in a corporate job right now. Like I'm 24. I should be making moves. It gave me the space and time to be like, I'm just going to go all in on what I actually like and see yes. if something comes yes. up. See if something happens. <laughs> That's so, I, God, I, I, I agree with that. So wait, no, fuck, whatever. Yeah. So many yeah, people I, have I picked up hobbies. So hard. Yeah. Like, hobbies are the move because it's like, even if you do your hobby once a month or once a year or whatever it is, like it's so important to have something. Yeah. Like a, a, a lot, a lot of people just kind of like fail to have something. We all need when, something. Yeah. At, like with that said, a lot of times it's not that easy to find it. Like you got to go through trial and error in, like in order to figure out like what you truly love to do. But with that being said, I kind of came to realize that like if if you're having problems figuring out what you like doing, then think back to when you were like very, very young. Like what did you like doing when you were in fourth grade? Because mm-hmm. I can promise you, you still like it. I was going to say, it's all a self-reflective act. Like you just have to have inner dialogues with yourself all the time in order to have these things come up to surface and then you go from there. Or honestly, to your point, the way I found the hot, my hobbies, it's like take you back to a time or like doing something that you're, you feel like the most happiest. And like, Mm -hmm. I am so happy when I see live music or like when I go to a concert, when I go to a music festival, even if I'm out and like the CJ is crushing it. I am the most happiest there. And I was just like, I like the way I feel in this like location, like wherever mm-hmm. I'm at. So, like, that's why I started getting into DJing. It's like, I want a hobby where I feel how I felt at that moment. Mm-hmm. And that's music. So that's why like when I DJ, I'm literally at the most happiest place I ever because I'm like doing what I love. So I feel like if you're looking for hobbies and you're like kind of lost because I feel like that's like what people think like, oh, so like, what are your hobbies? Like, what do you like to do? Just think about the moment like you felt the most happiest. Like mm-hmm. maybe for you, it's like being behind a camera, like taking a random picture, like you probably are your most happiest there. And that maybe turned into you being your hobby slash career, being a photographer and you like being in a podcast is probably where like you felt like most happy or listening to Joe Rogan or you mm-hmm. DJing. So I feel like if you're ever looking for a hobby, just go back to like where you felt yeah. The most happiest. And that could not be like DJing. It could be like, you could be running and be like cooking, cooking like in the Solving kitchen. Solving math problems. Literally, <laughs> wherever you feel like the world is shut out, that is your hobby and just like continue with it. Mm-hmm. I remember just getting deep into interviews with artists. So that's kind of why I leaned into the music space. And then I also remember driving in cars and pretending to be in my own music video, like lip syncing out the oh window, all God. dramatic. Of, like, yep. I love like, Music videos. Lip singing out I'm the obsessed with music no, videos. I would like stand in front of the mirror for two hours and just like pretend like I'm in my own little music video. And I was like, I love what visual storytelling can do for an artist. Mm-hmm. And like, wait, I actually, I want to show y'all a really cool music video that I found uh, pretty recently. Is there a TV remote somewhere near? Oh, no, it's right there. Here, let me let me show you. So actually, um, you know Dylan Cullen, right? Or do you not the, the art dealers? With like all the, all right. I've I've seen you post about them. Yeah, yeah, yeah that yeah. that's my buddy Dylan Cohen, who um actually the his podcast episode forty four will be out on January first, two thousand twenty one. Um, he was on the podcast, or we we already recorded it. Um, and he showed me this music video li- like live during the podcast. This is the Kanye West closed on Sunday music video. Oh yeah, I saw that you posted Ooh, that. Oh, Sab loves Kanye. I love. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> I actually listened. Uh, I played like a whole Sunday service choir this morning. Really? Oh my god, yeah, it was so good. 
Yeah, wait, let, let me uh, let me find this. Oh, wow. I was about to spell clothes Father, with a K. Um, was it Father Stretch My Hand, um, the choir yes, version? Yep. That was on my most played um, 2020 Spotify. That is so good. Let me find this. Uh, clothes on. So yeah, this is it. All right. I love music videos. Me too. We used to pregame to music videos all the time. I still yes, do. Yes, I thought that was so sick I, of us. I, <laughs> I still do it. I love, 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 love music videos. Yeah, music videos are sick. Kanye has cool ones too. So does Kendrick. All right, check this out. Kendrick. Kendrick has really cool. Oh, this is the one with um Chris Chris Jenner's in this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They had, had so many memes about this. Um, really? Yeah, so many. You can hear it better if you take the headphones off. Beautiful kids. Wonder where this is. What? I think it's Wyoming. Yeah, yeah, it's in Wyoming. Yeah. Those are so crazy. Yeah, he actually had these in Chicago. He was um really? he was like handing out Yeezys in these Southside Chicago. Look at that one, though. <laughs> yeah, just drifting. Wait, he was handing out Yeezys? Yeezys in these trucks in Chicago. That's insane. Yeah, look at Chris. Yep. <laughs> that was the memes that they were doing with Chris. I've been so into this neutral look. Oh. Into the look what? My nails. <laughs> like the neutral right. Kanye yeah. look. I love this music video. A choir always gives me goosebumps. Always. Insane, insane. It sounds like one voice, yeah, mm -hmm. right? but it's 300. <laughs> <laughs> crazy wow. so simple but so powerful and you also so you don't know what a song means or what the artist meant until you see a music video or a cover art you're like oh that's where he was going with that yeah which it's cool to have your own interpretation but yeah um, yeah is such a legend i, I, I remember so i remember so when um jesus king first came out everyone was like oh my god this sucks blah 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 i heard it and I, like I heard uh, Follow God, which I think was is one of the songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I thought that was awesome. I also heard God Is, which since... Listen, rain. Rain's a good Oh, my one. God. Rain is so... How does rain go again? Uh, fuck. How does it go? Wait, I, I actually want to hear this really, really quick. I, I feel like so it. many artists are getting into the gospel. Like, oh, yeah. It's like, well... Honestly, if you throw, a, so if you throw a choir in a song, it makes it 10 times better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yes. 
Not opinion. We, that's we, facts. We, we texted, <laughs> we texted <laughs> Natasha Bennyfield on written. It didn't have a choir. That song. Let the blank page before you. Open up the dirty window. <laughs> so if they didn't have a choir, I wouldn't like that song. It'd be like, oh, another random song. But what? <laughs> another little pop bubble gum. Like, yeah. But no, she had a choir. <laughs> like this song slaps. <laughs> Oh I, I want to just hear rain really quick. Or wait, not rain. Wait, rain. No, I was I, I was thinking water. Are you thinking water? water? Yeah, yes. Water. All the elements. I promise. Yeah. <laughs> yes. You're so well, well read. So good. Oh my god. Yeah. They they uh, played this when I saw them in uh, in Miami on Super Bowl on Super Bowl Sunday. They the fucking Sunday service yep. Sunday service choir came to Miami Super Bowl. Honestly, right before COVID. I and, yeah, I had Sunday awesome. service tickets in oh Chicago. Oh Wait, are god. they their own entity? Like even without Kanye? Yeah, they've... that's that's Sunday service choir. Like uh, so Kanye released uh, Jesus is King, which is a Kanye West album with obviously like it's very gospel influence. Mm -hmm. But there's also the, uh, Jesus is born, which is what you're looking at right now, which is a different album, and that's Sunday Service Choir. Wow. And like, yeah, like it's it's Kanye West presents Sunday Service Choir, and that has a ton of, for some reason, not well known, um, like covers of Kanye songs that are just insane, like Father Stretch. Yeah, that version of Father Jesus Stretch. Walks. Yeah, no, yeah, I'm obsessed with it. Actually, I think insane. you sent it to me. Yeah, yeah. Um, I actually yeah. had Sunday Service tickets in Chicago at this venue called Norley Island and it's literally one of my favorite venues in oh, Chicago. Oh, that's where Pretty Lights played once. <gasps> it it we literally it was me, my two other really good three other really good friends. We were like Kanye stands and we said we went out the night before, woke up like super hungover, but we we're just like we got to go. It's Sunday service. We got there late and we missed Kanye. You showed up late to church. Yeah, I literally <laughs> it, I we were so pissed. We literally heard him perform Jesus Walks and we started running by the oh, time we got up. there. We did up. see the chorus though. We just didn't see Kanye. Here, Ari, you you want to grab that shirt that's hanging in it's the yellow one? Yeah, they gave these out at the Miami show. Really? Yeah, yeah, what? yeah. Well, yeah, grab it. Grab it. Take it yes, off the hanger. I've seen this shirt before. Yo, how hard is Let that? Kanye West and shit. Voodoo Church present Sunday Service. Are you service. selling this shit? Hell, actually, I had another one that I sold on eBay. Oh. But wait, turn it around. See Voodoo Church and feel that. Like, feel how crazy that. Like, that's such. And they quality. were handing them out. Yeah, there were a billion of them. I grabbed a bunch of them and I gave them to the whole fam. Yeah. I love the right. That's a nice color too. I like that color. Yeah, it's like cream. Yeah. So I was actually gonna wear. I've I've been listening to a lot of Sunday Service Choir. I was gonna wear it on the pod, but I was like, nah, I don't really want to wear it. <laughs> yeah, he's so he's inspirational. Fashion. He's he does so, it all. He's so inspirational. Yeah, he's, like, it really is crazy. He's one of my favorite artists of all time. Yeah. Like, yeah, okay, like he Kanye would start off rapping, but like I see him so much more than just like a rapper. Like yeah, he he's is way just more than a rapper. President? No, 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 no. <laughs> but he he's just the most creative person I've ever Yeah. What well, what I love about Kanye to, seen. Um, what what I love about Kanye is that he whenever he does something, he encapsulates his entire life with it. Yeah. Like with the whole gospel thing, he like, it, like the whole gospel thing started out in 2011. If you are 13, if you think about it with the album Yeezus, like mm -hmm. Jesus, Yeezus, like that was like a big deal when he called his album Yeezus because everyone was like, Oh Jesus, what the fuck? But then like you listen to, or I think my beautiful, dark, no, no, my beautiful, my, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy came out two years before that. But then after Yeezus, there was like a big break where he, I think he rapped. Uh, what was in between Yeezus and, um, 
It wasn't. Pa- are you talking about Pablo? Now pa- Pablo. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, well, Pablo yeah. has a lot because Ultralight Beam is like, has yeah. gospel. Yeah, exactly. I think that was, that's, that's, yeah, yes. That, that's the point that I'm trying to make here. Like Jesus came out, and in Jesus, I don't really see a lot of like gospely vibes. Mm-mm. Like it's very like that album was is very ahead of its time in my opinion. Um, but then he came out with Life of Pablo, which has so much gospel stuff, like yeah. the like low lights into highlights. Yeah. That's all like gospely stuff, and then obviously Father Stretch, like yep. yo, they all lay power, yeah. power, yeah. yeah. It's like that's oh actually my one God. of my favorite albums of all time. It's Life amazing. Of Pablo. It's amazing. And I, it actually might be my favorite Kanye album. That's sick. It might be yeah. my favorite. What What's your uh, like? What's up there for the Kanye albums for you? Um. I'm a, I love graduation. Graduation, I incredible. love, love, love graduation. But it honestly, it goes Pablo, graduation, and um, beautiful twisted. Beautiful, be, be, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Yep. Yeah, my my my, uh, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy is number one for me. I love that. And that's a lot of people's number one. It's just so good. It's, Have you seen really the uh, the YouTube uh, clip? It's like a thirty minute long like art piece. Basically, about like of that album, it's very no, I, cool. I'll have to look at that. Yeah, check that out. If you just look up "My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy," which is such a tongue twister and impossible, it is. <laughs> I know. People are like, "There's abbreviations for it," but I wasn't gonna go like spell it out. But my beautiful, it's like M B D T S. That's harder than saying the real thing. You know what's yeah. harder? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You know what's even harder than that? Like trying to like group think that one. Yeah. <laughs> like, I think it would be easier if just one of us tried to do it. Yeah. But yeah, that album is absolutely incredible. But what I was saying is that I love that Kanye, like whenever he does something, he encapsulates his entire life around it. Like mm-hmm. not only did he create Yeezus, but then he went deeper with it and created the St. Pablo, like uh, or the life of Pablo. And like after that, literally formed a choir called the Sunday Service Choir. Yeah. Produced an album and travels the world with his choir and does Sunday services. That is so cool. Yeah. Um, On top and, of his clothing too. Yeah. What What about it? Like Yeezus, like the brand, like the shoes, the sweatshirts, like. Well, Yeezy. Yeezy, Yeezy, yeah. Yeezy, yeah. Yeezy, Yeezy, Yeezy. Yeah. Just jumped over, jump man. Woo. <laughs> I just feel like he's super intentional with everything that he does. And yes. That's what makes people want to buy it because it's like, this is part of something even bigger and it's going to keep on growing and I, the fans want to be a part of yeah. it. Mm-hmm. And consistent. He's like always been consistent. consistent. So yeah. yeah, word of the podcast, consistency. Consistent. Um, one thing that doesn't get talked about a lot is like the comparison between uh, Bob Dylan and Kanye West. And so like when Bob Dylan first came out, folk singer, everyone loved his like him on like the electric guitar or sorry, on the acoustic guitar. Like he was a great, very, very widely recognized folk singer. Mm-hmm. But then at like, the rock festival of like 1969 or like 1971 or some shit. He broke out the electric guitar and everyone fucking Skirt. shit all over him. Like, what the fuck are you doing? Like, why are you, why have you gone fully electric on us? Like, fuck you. This is bullshit. But you know what he did? Opened up a whole new lane of fans. And then around 1980, Bob Dylan dropped the album saved. And I think that we can all imagine what that album was like. It was all, gospel like he was like saved and he's actually a jewish guy but i'm pretty sure he's jewish guy. but yeah he dropped saved and there's like amazing gospel songs really? on this album yeah it, 1980 album on um, bob dylan every song is just so good um now let's talk about kanye kanye drops uh like uh the calls dropout rapper like all falls album. down yeah yes all falls down he drops late registration rapper uh, amazing but then what happens 
808s and heartbreaks. He goes fully electric. Mm-hmm. And everyone fucking shits on him, but so many people fucked with it so hard that he just created all of these new um, fans. And then, what happened after that? Graduation. Yeah. Like, insane, but also electric. You know what I mean? And, like, people fucking, like, loved it because I feel like 808 kind of primed them for it. Yeah. And then what happened? Gospel. Um, Pablo. Church. Yeah. Pa- uh, was Pablo? It's the same. No, no uh, it was um, Beautiful Twisted. Yeah, my, my Beautiful Twisted <laughs> Fantasy, which is still pretty electric. But, like, then uh, what I'm saying is that he, like, essentially, like, went jesus on mm-hmm. everyone. It's the same exact shit that Bob Dylan did. They're risky. Like, it's a, it's, it, they're they risky. Are. And they're not afraid to lose fans to gain even more and become universal acts that are timeless. Well, yeah. Th- I mean, exactly. that's how Miley Cyrus exactly. was. Miley Cyrus was literally Hannah Montana, Disney star, and then, like, dropped bangers. And now she's why, a rock and punk now she's star. A ro- and I, well, yeah. now she's, like, a country star. How yeah. do you, uh, she, no, how, she's, like, rock now. Her latest she? album is, like, rock, rock punk, yeah. and she's got a mullet and... I've seen it, mullet. She still looks sexy. No, like she's killing. Oh, Honestly, she is sexy. She's her, really sexy. Her most recent Plastic Hearts is such a good album. Mm-hmm. Her voice. Such, I haven't heard it. Her voice it, is like it's a gold. Such, like from front to back, like such mm-hmm. a great album. But like Miley dealt with that too. Like she, even though she was kind of wild, but like people were seeing her as like Hannah Montana, but she was like, no, I want to break away from Hannah Montana. I'm Miley Cyrus. So that's why like when she acted the way, I was like, that's not that's just who she is mm-hmm. because everyone like viewed her as Hannah Montana. And now she's like not Hannah Montana anymore. She's like Miley Cyrus. Yeah. It's like, she's actually being her now. Yeah. And the, like she's always the been super like super fans will always respect that. And all you need is super fans. Like you don't really need fans. You need fans that are going to like pay for yeah. the heavy shit. And yeah, she like, does like, have so the, many the pans, yeah. the, uh, the pans, the fans that whenever you drop, excuse me, any sort of merch, they're going to buy it. Yep. Yep. Because it's like, merch, merch, merch. Like, like they believe in you. Yeah. You know, I'm, and a big, it's a I'm, a big Miley, I'm a big Miley fan. I'm a big, big Miley fan. I like her a lot. Me too. Did y'all watch Hannah Montana when- uh, Absolutely. I, yeah. Really, yeah. I never got into it. I was always about SpongeBob. I feel like, I feel like Hannah Montana was kind of really show. SpongeBob <laughs> and Hannah Montana are different like genres. They are in I fact think. different. Yeah. Different <laughs> I, I, would, I would agree with that. Yeah. SpongeBob is so good yeah. though. Oh my, oh my God. God. I would come home every day and eat like yep. two bowls of Easy Mac and watch SpongeBob. That's yeah. <laughs> I still do that. <laughs> oh, it made me so happy. It still cracks me up to this day. It, it is. It yeah. is a funny show. Yeah. They throw in like those little adult sneaky things and you're like, there's so much of that. Honestly, in every show. Yeah, I mean, you get it. You watch it now and you understand like, Things that you wouldn't understand as a kid, like yeah, you like watch SpongeBob, you dirty you bastard. Do, yeah, like I should probably should have been listening to that when I was eight years old. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a, there's too. a ton of stuff in Drake and Josh that's super. Oh yes. yeah, yeah. I like Drake and Josh too. Oh my god, incredible. Yeah, they um, it's well, got you, it, what? Did you see um, Drake Bell? Drake Bell moved to Mexico. Did you see that? No, he, he's a <laughs> Hispanic artist now. Like yeah, what? he literally moved to Mexico to he, to, to be a rapper. No, to be like a like a Spanish. Drake Bell. Drake Bell is literally a Mexican resident. (laughs) That is so funny. Like it was like. Is this his midlife crisis? Maybe, or maybe this is like coming of age. This is his awakening. Yeah. Where? Yeah. He. I literally saw something on. I think Complex posted about it, and he was like, "Wait, okay, let me look it up." They were like, "Drake Bell moved to Mexico is now going to be like a." Like a Mexican. I don't even know what. Yeah, I know you got to look it up, but yeah, he is literally in Mexico. Megan really got yeah, to him. Drake <laughs> Bell, Mexico. Wait, Drake Bell. Okay, comic book. I, I want to find something that's like reliable. Yeah. <laughs> Newsweek is New is Newsweek reliable? Oh my god, he changed his name. Okay, okay, this is what I, this is what I'm looking at here. Hold on. So Drake, Jesus, 
Drake Bell is now Drake Campana, and yes. Twitter has some thoughts. <laughs> Drake Campania. <laughs> I, had a, I had a teacher in middle school whose name is Campania. Drake Bell has changed his name to Drake Campania and has carved out a career as a, as a successful Spanish... God, come on, website. Stop fucking... Oh, my God. This is destroying the podcast. Um... <laughs> Okay, I'm going to start over. Drake Bell has changed his name to Drake Campana and has carved out a career as a successful Spanish-language singer based out of Mexico. News of the former Nickelodeon star's career change has reached Twitter, where people have been expressing their surprise at the unexpected twist. Bell, 34, has changed his name to Drake Campana on his social media accounts. Can we confirm this? Yeah, no. like, no, but like I, okay, I, Yeah, I yeah can you see that? Now. On, on his social media accounts, which now feature a Mexican flag. Why Campana, you ask? Campana is Spanish for bell. It's there, yep. Oh, Drake. la campana. Ding, ding, ding. Yeah, literally. That's so funny. Yep, that's true. Wait, let me see this. Let me see his Instagram. Like, does Drake he have bell, any family from Mexico? Are you kidding me? I have no idea. Drake Campana. Good for, good pa- for him, honestly. What is pa- uh, do, do you speak Spanish? Uh-huh. Yeah. What is para mis mejores amigos? Oh, with my, my best, best friends. friends. For my best friends. Okay. I speak, I speak a little bit of Spanish here. Wait, I'll, pu- I'll pull up his Instagram for the video. Um, Instagram.com. This is so funny. Just, I want to hear some of his stuff. <laughs> Good for him, honestly. Yeah, look at him getting all cultured and global. I mean, from the article, it said successful. All right, all right, all right. my computer's acting stupid, but whatever. For the, listeners, uh, for the listeners, just look up Drake Bell on um, Instagram. Drake Capanna. Cam- <laughs> no, but, but, but his username Campania. his username is still drake bell though is it sketch yeah yeah, yeah. Mm. I, I feel like that's just too hot of a username to like give up you know what i mean mm-hmm. like True. that's a lot of money there's there's so probably much, all his followers there's too. so much equity in uh usernames Ooh, I'm looking oh yeah you're right yeah, yeah, yeah. Look good. do you ever just look at yourself in the mirror and be like damn like shaved up <laughs> damn i glow <laughs> do, do you ever just look at yourself in the mirror after like you know you shave your face and i'm kidding <laughs> no i look at myself all the time but i'm like a cocky way i'm just like i look talking to myself yeah, yeah. i feel good do, do you ever do you ever like hype yourself up in the shower like oh my, my god uh, oh my yes. god yes concert i literally feel like i'm like the star of the show in my shower like i like, <laughs> jam out yo it, in the shower the other day i was imagining uh myself on the joe rogan experience and like how I would answer the question. So why'd you get into podcasting? And I, I talked for like 20 minutes just to myself. I got oh, out. Wow. I, yeah, I got out. And my little brother was like, Levi, were you on the phone in the shower? <laughs> Your little brother's like, mom, I'm worried about him. Yeah. yeah. Talking himself. Yeah. But doing that's important because I, I actually, when I was in the shower talking to myself, uh, pretending to be on the Joe Rogan experience, I went into like this whole tangent. And while I was in this tangent, I was like, if I were on the Joe Rogan experience, I would not want to talk about this. Like, it, so doing that, like, if, I mean, knock on wood, if I'm ever in on the Joe Rogan experience, which would be incredible, I know that I'm not going to talk about what I was talking about in the shower. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah exactly. But no, thought, on my way here, I was talking to myself in the car, just, like, learning how to express myself without stumbling. Because yeah, when I hard. stumble, I get mad at myself. Like, you got to talk <laughs> slow. <laughs> you got to talk slow. Yeah, like little sloths. Yeah. Like sloth, like slothy from the producer from Australia who I podcasted with. Check that out. I think that's GRP eighteen. If that was right, by the way, if I got that right, it is GRP eighteen. I'll be very impressed with myself. Honestly, you probably did. Maybe. GRP eighteen. GRP. What this is GRP? What? Graham Radio Podcast. No, I know, but this episode. This is forty five. It'll 45. be out on the second of January, maybe the third. 
Ooh, Ooh. New Year's special. I know. Welcome the New Year <laughs> with my voice. <laughs> yeah. Do y'all have any fun uh, New Year's plans? I have no idea what to try to plan. Well, she's gonna be in Tulum. Oh yeah, that's right. You'll be de- you'll be DJing in Tulum. Um, I've been like trying to plan with friends, but it's hard. There's nothing. Yeah, there's nothing to do. Yeah. So yeah. I'm just thinking of like partying on a rooftop and getting really drunk. That sounds fun. Yeah, I might just do that. Sometime. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I'll be here editing podcasts. I want to spend it with my family because I'm about to move to Tampa. So it's like I I don't want to like do anything crazy. And plus, act, like all my friends are going to Tampa to party. Everybody anyway. is in Tampa. Everyone. Tampa's, it's the spot. It is the spot. Everyone's there. Yeah. There's a lot of fishy people there. When yeah. do you move there? January 4th, which is when you come back from Tulum. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll be there January 4th and I literally have a billion podcasts in between then and now. So it's like, I don't know what I'm going to be yeah, able to I mean, up but, all this shit. I mean, but you have fun doing this. So it's like, you don't mind just like no, staying in. So yeah. It's so fun. How long does it take you to edit? Totally depends. It, it, this podcast, I'll tell you all right now is not going to take that long because we didn't get into any like weird topics or anything and nothing like so far, nothing bad has happened. Knock on wood. Do y'all think I'm super weird and like conspiracy based? Cause I'm no, I know. I do all the time. Yeah. yeah. Wait, do. it's not, it's not cause it's superstitious. superstitious mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah no, nah, Yeah. But this podcast probably won't take that long to edit just cause like we didn't do anything like too crazy on this yeah. podcast. Yeah, I feel like the drunker you get, the more you have to edit um it depends actually with uh, with <laughs> sophia and i who is uh, she was here on um christmas eve we got really drunk we were drinking rumple oh Ooh. my god <laughs> yeah we were actually playing a game that i uh came up with actually that that whole day was such a fun podcast day um my like my podcast mentor this dude jeremy taiche who's the man him and i uh did a podcast at 4 p.m because we wanted to workshop the sophia ballastine podcast that was at 6 30 p.m so the night before, I came up with the, with a game called Teacup Pig, and on the Jeremy Taché podcast, which is out, I think that's GRP forty one. Um, you can listen to like everything. So what Teacup Pig is? It's so fucking fun, um, and I'd love to play it with y'all next time you're on the podcast. It, and it takes a little bit of planning, but whatever. Um, we come up with topics. So the topics, the, the first one was bacon, or the first one was Teacup Pig. Then it was like bacon, going to college, getting married before thirty. Um, what else? Uh, other shit. And we decide whether it's overrated or underrated. So like if it was us three, like I might say overrated, y'all might say underrated. It doesn't really matter what we say amongst us because we then call a third person. Like this connects to my phone so we can actually get phone calls like recorded like professionally. Oh, that's cool. And whatever the third person says is correct. So whoever was incorrect has to take a shot. <laughs> yeah. You said you were going to call me on New Year's, New Year's Eve. Eve. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I, I texted that to like a billion people. Like, and it's fine. I was just staring at my phone the whole night waiting for uh, the hey, call. Hey. Yeah. My bad. My bad. I wanted a lot of options. You know what I mean? Yeah. So um, we uh, we, we called a good amount of people. That's um, fun. Yeah. It was it's a good idea. It was a great time, honestly. And it's such a fun game. You know what I mean? Yeah. We, we got fucked up off Rumble. Yeah. yeah. I was, can't remember the last time I had Rumble. Forgot that yeah, existed. I actually don't. I like it. It's like the mint. Yeah. Liquor, it's mint, right? yeah. yeah. It's like peppermint. Peppermint. Mm. Yeah. I love the taste of peppermint yeah i mean so at, at least you can like literally jump to your bed and like pass out while you drink right here <laughs> yeah no nah, but the problem with that is like i need to like unplug all this shit and make sure it's all turned off and then get all the shit off of my bed it's like are you moving the studio to tampa yeah 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 that's what i'm going to tampa to do like i'm like building like a podcast studio in tampa like it's gonna be fucking legit yo that's amazing that's crazy cool. yeah next time y'all are in tampa we gotta yeah. do another but we gotta do it big 
Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, studio. Well, this is, I, this is literally a studio. Like it is. Wait, shit. can you talk it more into the mic? This yeah. is literally a studio. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> in the stew. Yeah, no, I, I honestly have a great time in here. What's your favorite liquor to drink? It depends on a lot of things, but I think I like whiskey. Oh, that's that's a cool answer. Yeah. Yeah. Like to actually enjoy. Right. I think the flavor and like the way it feels in my insides. Right. It's nice and warm. It warms you up. Yeah. Yeah. I don't like whiskey. Vodka, I feel like lately has been just giving me straight migraines. Um, Have you been drinking a lot of vodka recently though? Well, how much vodka do you drink? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like any alcohol that you drink, it'll give you migraines if you drink enough of it. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I like vodka and tequila. Tequila, I like now too. I like tequila. Tequila and whiskey. Okay. I always like I always like tequila though. Yeah, so what's, what's tequila your favorite girl. type of tequila? Um, Casamigos. Casa, I've never heard of that one. It's good. Yeah, I think I'm saying it right. Casamigos. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually really good tequila. That's so good. <laughs> really like God. Like oh, during bar prep, I was I mean obviously studying for the bar exam a ton. It was terrible, so I had like very very few like opportunities to drink and I'm not even like honestly that big of a drinker but just because I was like in the library all fucking day long and had no like just outside world it was just Got me a in, the basement of the library. Yo, I had like two or three little get togethers where I got way too drunk every single time off tequila. <laughs> it was just it, I just embarrassed myself. Like there was this really cute girl who I was like sort of like like I had like a little crush on Aww. and it's like I I said like <laughs> I, I just said something like so out of context and awkward. It was just like, oh God, it like pains me to even think about. But like. You remember it? Yeah, I remember it. Um, It was like. <laughs> I don't uh, want to make you say it now. No, no, no. Like I'm not, I'm not going to say it. <laughs> it like, it just like what I was acting. Okay. My, in my sober mind, it was like a funny, interesting thing. Like I consider myself to be a pretty funny, interesting guy. Like what, yeah. what, fucking whatever. But when it came out. Like through like the drunken tequila filter, it sounded terrible and creepy. Like, oh, God. yeah, yeah. Which is like, I, when I uh, first joined uh, my fraternity in college, they like ingrained something I think very, very valuable in our minds, which is the worst possible thing that you can be is creepy. Like when it comes to like girls, because I'm sure that y'all have had one thousand dudes come up to you. Like, I mean, you you said that you love standard, and y'all have had those dudes come up to you and be like, "Oh, what's up?" You know what I'm saying? Like, y'all have definitely had some creepy dude experiences. Yeah, one thousand percent. Oh my god! And is that just not like the worst thing? Like, because it, it makes a dude look weird, and it also makes him look uh like needy, which is like that's like. But uh, honestly, what? it's not that hard to know when a girl's not into you. I mean, yeah, of course. I think that you, that can be said in like it's both like, ways. Yeah, I mean, it's not that hard. So, like, I never understand why they they just don't get the point. And they just walk away. But wait, wait, what do you mean? Like, if you can, you clearly know when someone's not into you. And then, like, the thing that makes it even Some more creepy. really don't, they, though. You think so? Especially, like, I know I have a problem of, like, not making things clear. Because I also don't want to assume that they're into me. So, I'll just be nice. And then it just leads down a tunnel where I don't know how to say things anymore and be like okay i'm not into this interesting i don't know i feel like that's when it gets like creepy when like they just don't know that like like they're not they're taking not, the hints they're not taking the hints but i feel like the hints are kind of obvious maybe i should make them more obvious <laughs> i'm so direct with girls it's so fucking, i like that about like, a guy though it, it's like it can be kind of mean though at times like i took a girl on a date like a month ago 
And I thought that it was going to be like an interesting time. I thought that the girls it'd be over text. It was great. Like, so my strategy when it comes to like, um, like if I'm taking a girl on a date, first thing I do is like, before I even ask her out, we have a phone conversation. Like I I'll say like, Hey, can we like, that's important. Like, we like, I try to have like at least like a 30 minute conversation. I had an hour long conversation with this girl over the phone. It was awesome. Like funny. We were laughing, having a great time over the phone, took her on a date. So uninteresting. It was just not, not fun. But you know what I did after the date? I didn't fucking text her. Like that was fun. See you again soon. Like not, none of that bullshit. I literally texted her. Hey, that was fun, but I'm not interested. Thank you. You know what I mean? No, that's, that's good though. Don't yeah. waste your time. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. Cause then it's just like, move on, find something that you like a little bit more. Yeah. You know what I mean? But yeah, like I feel like I've been out and like gone up to a girl who I thought was cute and been like, hey, what's up? You know what I'm saying? Uh, the, but like in a really, really cool, like sly way. <laughs> yeah. You know what hey, I mean? What's up? Hey, baby girl. Yeah. Hey, hey, well, what you, th- you like? You like chunky Jewish boys? Yeah. You know? oh. <laughs> and and um, I've gotten like a bad reaction. <laughs> oh, I can't imagine. <laughs> and, but I've been, I'm smart. So it's like, okay, never mind. Bye. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> like, you know yeah. your place. Exactly. But I've also been in the situation before. And by the way, this is so me too to my own horn, but for whatever, because I feel like we can all relate to it. Like, a girl comes up to me and is like, hey, what's up? You want to buy me a drink? This and that. And I'm just like, I'm good. But then she fucking like lingers, you know what I mean? And like wants to fucking be around you, which is honestly sort of like a confidence boost. Like it makes you feel good. It makes you feel wanted. But like, if you're just like not into someone, then like, just go away. You know what I mean? I'm just, I'm here to have fun with my friends. Yeah. I'm at space. It's five in the morning. Yeah. I'm here to dance. <laughs> Come on. Yeah. Yeah. And that, in that sense, it's definitely better to be direct to save yourself and her from more embarrassment. Yeah, exactly. Just let her go. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Oh my god. Um. Yeah. I, I, uh. My ex girlfriend, when I was dating her, um, we went to space like a good amount of times, and without fucking fail, every time that we would go to space, I would walk away to get her a drink or some shit, and I would come back, and she would be like fucking warding off dudes like that are like trying to like grind all up on her, and she'd be looking back at me like, "Fucking help me!" <laughs> yeah, like dude, Pete, like th- th- what a good girl to like. Make eye contact with me and be like, you're the one that I want. <laughs> Fuck yeah. all these flags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm, I, I try to be like really, um, I, I try to be like, I have, I have a, a lot of like, I'm specific with my filters when it comes to people who I actually choose to date. You know what I mean? Which I feel like is so important. Like a lot of people just will get comfortable in with their first option with a girlfriend or a boyfriend or whatever. I mean, I can just speak deal to with, that. Yeah? I, f- I feel like my dating life in the past i would confuse friendship and like genuine connection to oh we should date and we should be like romantic with each other Wait, what do you mean what do you mean i'm like it was just a really nice guy who yeah i found attractive but i like would be too quick to jump into a relationship just because we were vibing like mm-hmm. that could have just meant oh that we God, were good so friends mean, yeah mm-hmm. so then it's just like after six months or so i'm like oh there's actually nothing here mm-hmm. <laughs> and yeah but that's how you learn and i don't think that like what you're saying here, I don't think that's a bad thing mm-hmm. because it's like, yeah, maybe you guys could have like been like long-term friends or whatever the fuck. But I think you, y- y'all got something a lot more valuable out of that, which okay. is don't hook up with like dudes can be like, y'all are my friends. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. dudes can be friends with girls. Girls can be friends with dudes. And yeah, if 1000%. you think, if you think like the other way, then you haven't had an experience like what you just said. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I, I feel like that, that kind of shit is so invaluable 
you know, like to have experiences where it's like, maybe we shouldn't have dated, but it's a good thing that we did because now I'm not going to do that again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that shit is so fucking absolutely invaluable. But that being said, like, come on, relationships are fun. Yeah, no, I mean? they, you learn so much and it yeah. sets you up for the next one. Like, this is what I'm going to do differently. Mm-hmm. And it's sad that you don't really talk to the person anymore, but you can always remember them as an important part of your life. Yeah. It's like, thank you for that time. Yeah. And like when it comes to like ex-girlfriends and stuff and or for your ex-boyfriends, it's like, I feel like you got to not trick yourself into saying that everything that I did was right and everything that they did was wrong because like, let's be real. Like in a relationship, you both like, no one has it figured out. No one has it figured out. I love that saying. That's that's what life in general makes me feel safe. (laughs) Like we're all just in the process of figuring it out. It's all a roller coaster. Yeah. And uh, you know, everything is a life lesson, but at the same time, I think that there is a threshold. And what I mean by that is like, if you, have enough life lessons but you're continuing to fuck up in the same areas of life well then you didn't you, th- it may have been a lesson but you weren't paying attention yeah you got a journal about that shit or something <laughs> yeah no. actually for christmas i asked for a journal just i just so got I, one yeah i'm just to well, write another one just to write down everything because i usually just use my notepad but i, I don't know i kind of like it in pen writing. and paper pen so and different paper. And what I like write to do down. is try to write concisely, like make it a little bit more poetic. So those phrases stick with you in your brain. Yeah, totally. Mm-hmm. Instead of just like dumping, try to like really form your thoughts. Yeah. yeah. No, that, that I, I literally got to like That's what songwriters do. Just yeah. pull from their journal. Like, or even <laughs> what you were saying earlier, like how you got into like podcasting. It's like you would just like whip out your phone and like speak to your phone. You're just like, I yes, do I do that now. too. Nice. But like, <laughs> it's the move. That's why I got a journal just because I want to like write shit down and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's like you also got a journal when you are uninspired to journal because like then it becomes something that becomes a part of you. You know what I mean? It's like a ritual. Yeah. yeah. If you only put in work when you're inspired, then you're not going to see the type of progress than if you were to put in work when you're both inspired and uninspired. Mm-hmm. Like that's what that's where real progress comes from. Like when I really, 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 really fucking do not want to edit podcasts, I will go and edit podcasts. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because mm-hmm. it's like I know that I'm just, if I don't do it now, then I'm just going to wait until I'm inspired. I'm going to listen to, I'm going to go to like a Gary V podcast and getting like force myself <laughs> to get inspired or whatever. Back to the whole thing about how everything's a journey. I feel like the most creative things happen in the small in between moments where you're at a high and then you're uninspired and then you're about to reach the next spot. You might in that moment just find the most beautiful thing. Mm-hmm. So it's all about. It's alchemy. Like it's literally alchemy. Like, have you all read The Alchemist? You know, Mm -mm. I am halfway through that right now. Actually, so good. Paulo Coelho. Oh, Fatima, I love you, Fatima. (laughs) Yeah, that book. Uh, so I've only read it once, but Mm. when I read it, I honestly didn't really get like the deeper meaning into it until like I had a few conversations after it, and it's like alchemy is more than just chemistry. Like alchemy, like this podcast, us three having a conversation. uh, Correct me if I'm wrong. I I don't think we did any preparation. For this. No, absolutely this. not. I had no idea what to expect. No, I just got <laughs> out of my car. I'm like, oh, let's do it. I don't know what to do. I'm exactly. just going to talk into a mic for an hour. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But like what we're creating is like something out of nothing, which is yeah. what alchemy is. Mm-hmm. Like, God, I just popped the back. Is it? How gross. Is oh, that? yeah. 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 Ladies, he is single. Yeah. <laughs> do you think that I'm gross now or that I just popped the back? Is it? Like, I, don't, I don't think you did. I'm like, per- or <laughs> no, no, no. I did it intentionally. Oh, you no, did? Like, oh, totally. Yeah. It was like bothering <laughs> me. And I was just like, his timer just went off. Pop back. It's still a little like bloody. I can kind of feel it. Okay. 
Oh, now he's touching his soundboard. <laughs> no, it was with. No, I popped it with these fingers, and I touched my soundboard with this here. See, this is why I have the Clorox wipes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, just for it's specifically for my back zits. Yum. <laughs> I appreciate the honesty, though. Yeah, you could just let it. You spoke it out. Yeah, I respect I love it. the openness. Yeah, I feel I safe it. here now. I do too. Uh, come on, you, you tell me that y'all have never had back, back zits. Like, give me a fucking break here. Y- y'all have never popped a fucking back zit. I've had, popped a face zit. Yeah, I've. You've never had back zits? Not really. I don't think I've ever gotten really? them. My little brother, I force him sometimes to pop them. Like it, that's, that's love. so cute. That's love. Oh no, he hates it. He hates doing it. <laughs> but <laughs> but he still like, does it. That's still love. Yeah, yeah. Like, There's some friends who love that pimple popper oh, stuff. I, yeah, I love popping I'm my like, friends. You're a pimples. serial killer. I will pop my. I love popping I my friends. If I see some like my buddy have like a white head anywhere on his body, I'm like fucking, fucking. Mm. Fuck, <laughs> come here, fucking like come here, bro. I got you. <laughs> Yeah, I'm a good friend like that. I'm just nasty, honestly. Wait, no, y'all, y'all want to know my no, guilty pleasure like, food? What? A lot of people like popping pimples. Yeah. yeah, you're not the only one. I like the smell of gasoline. I like that. I like the smell of a fishing dock. Okay, that's weird. Well, I grew up fishing. You know what I mean? So it oh, kind so of brings I don't, you back. I don't know if I know that smell. I can't like... Terrible. It smells like, like shit. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but I love it. I fucking love it. Um, yeah. Y'all want to know my guilty pleasure food? What? It's so gross. But I get I get it like maybe like three or four times a year, really like seven or eight times a year. But like, oh God, what it's is it? so good. A tuna sub from Subway. Okay, I mean, well, a lot of people like that. Thank you for not thinking that that's disgusting because so no. many people think that's, or unless you're just hiding your reaction. Well, right now. I I mean I personally don't like tuna, but like I know people rave yeah, about I've tuna never liked sandwiches, tuna. For, especially from like Subway. They're so good because I've been getting it since I was little, and it's like. Just the more like mayo and tuna that goes on there, it's like and the, like oh my god, like just extra extra onions. That shit's so good. Do y'all have a guilty pleasure food? Um, I opened up, so now it's your turn. <laughs> Honestly, that's a good question. I feel like all the foods I like are pretty normal. Really? Um, yeah. let me. I don't know. Like, there's nothing that's something that people wouldn't like that I like. I have a really weird relationship with food. Like, and my, my, um, I was about to say my roommates, my family, um, they call me out for it. Cause sometimes what I'll do is like, um, I'll make eggs, but I'll also make like chicken and I'll just kind of like put that together and I'll, you know, you know, what's actually, that's good though. I like that though. You know, what's low key really, really good. Um, like taking like half an avocado and half of like a can of tuna and mixing it together. You know how much any- avocado goes with anything. Cause it it's does. so plain. I do avocado, peanut butter, turkey sandwiches. I've done what? that before. If you haven't tried it, avocado, that, that's, peanut a, peanut that's a guilty. Turkey. Yeah. It's like food. you toast the bread, you spread avocado and then spread peanut butter on the other half of the bread and then put Turkey. Uh, can I, can I add something to this? Yeah. I'm scared. Dip it in ranch. Okay. I feel that. Yeah. I taste it. You taste it? I taste it. I feel it. I taste I it. Wouldn't, I, like, go out of my, I wouldn't go out of my way though and like, oh, this avocado. Oh, it was let like, me, let me go get some peanut butter now. No, like, it's no. like one of those meals. There's this much left in my pantry. I could make a meal out of this. It's no. not like I'm going to the grocery store just for this type of thing. Wait, what is it again? Like I have all these things left over in my pantry. I don't know what to make for dinner. I don't want to go to the grocery store. And you store. just blend up with some slices of turkey. Exactly. You just throw throw it on a plate. <laughs> Call it a day. Wait, wait, but what was the sandwich again? Avocado, peanut butter, and turkey. Avo, peanut butter, turkey. On what kind of bread? Just like... White. Multigrain. Nice. If you want to be healthy. <laughs> Flaxseed. Yum. That's interesting. Okay, I'm pivoting here. 
Stay 90 Project. Oh, yeah. You have something going on. Yeah. So, so do you want me to like talk about like how it started or What's like the, what? what? What is it? Okay. It's actually, so I, I think it was my sophomore year of college. I was at Disney World with two friends and she was like once from Pittsburgh and she was saying how like in Pittsburgh they always say this saying and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just going to create a saying and we're just going to say it and it's just going to be it. So it came out. I was just like, I'm just going to say 90 so random I was literally on a ride I'm like I'm you know I'm just gonna start saying 90 randomly and I started hashtagging it on my pictures like hashtag 90 and people would just be like oh like what does this hashtag 90 mean I'm like oh no it's a secret even though it had no meaning whatsoever I'm just like <laughs> I'm like okay well it has to be like something like something 90 just can't be 90 I was like oh like stay 90 that's pretty catchy kind, yeah kind of like, meant nothing well it, it, that <laughs> makes me, that makes me think uh keep it 100 yeah yeah, yeah. I feel like, like that's where it came from like the emoji 100 and you were like what's different than that but yeah. it's the same thing so I was like okay like hashtag stay 90 and it still meant nothing and then every like so many people would come up to me like Sabrina like what's this whole like stay 90 like what is this and I go it's secret like or like or it's literally nothing and then I was like okay well a lot of people are asking me like this what's this about so I have to make it something and I always wanted to make it something like positive so I was like oh it's like be it's like oh like be yourself don't like don't let anything like bend like just basically just like a positive project and then I was like wow I'm getting a lot of like positive like PR and like feedback about it like let me like make stickers and still it was like very like minimal like so I would like sell stickers like say 90 they sold out so quick and I'm like, okay, like I should probably really like, sit down and see like where I want to go with this. And basically the St. Annie project encourages other people to keep doing what they want to do. So I started making t-shirts and then I went abroad and I put in random cities. And if you found a sticker, I would mail you a shirt and like people abroad Damn. like found it. Like so, uh, someone's found it in like Prague, Switzerland. Wait, wait, so on the sticker, did you add directions? Like if you find the sticker, I put it on Instagram. I go, so I put 15 stickers in Paris. If you find one, send it to me on Damn. this. I'll post it on Instagram and I'll, cool and I'll send you a shirt. Like five people found it. Damn. Um, and they're probably still there. Yeah, they probably are still there. I kind of want to go back and like, I, someone found it in Lagos, Portugal, like, it was crazy. That's sick. Yeah. And yeah, then for real. like, that's really cool. And then I like kind of paired it up with like photography and like, and then I moved to Chicago and I was like, okay, like didn't really do much with it because I just started corporate America and like started meeting people in Chicago. But then I was like, I'm meeting some like cool people in Chicago. I kind of want to like bring it to Chicago. So like now I'm like trying to find a way to like pivot the like, incorporate stay 90 with everything. And then DJing, I always like promote it through like that. But then now, like, I really would love to start a podcast mm -hmm. It's saying, like, I actually was writing this down in my notes. It, I wanted to be, like, the Stay 90 Project presents, like, Sab with icons and kind of, like, do how we're doing now. Like, Sab is, like, talking with an icon who, like, makes some cl clothes or, like, is a DJ or likes to cook. And, like, that's just, like, very I iconic to me. Like, Oh, yeah. I saw on Instagram that you- I, I changed yeah. my name. Yeah. That's, yeah. like, the start of it. Very um, cool. But, yeah, basically, like, Stay 90 Project is based just, like, promoting people's work and like making sure they do what they love and not having to like form to like other people's like negative opinions because like what you do is like what you do and if you love it you love it I just want to say too it's not just a random cliche thing that she's doing like she actually embodies that because I remember in college I was always somebody who like was timid and like cared a lot about how I was being perceived especially when it comes to putting art out there like it's scary and Sab was always that one friend who was like, Ari, why do you care so much? Like, 
just will do whatever you want. So it's not just like a thing. Like it's actually who she is as a person, which I think is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks, sorry. You're welcome. <laughs> Love you so much. <laughs> no, but I, I fucking love you. <laughs> that's just like, and back to like the whole hobby. Like that is how I am, and like, and like that's when I'm like my happiest, like promoting other people's work. And obviously, like you would love to promote your own work. And technically, with the whole standing a project, I'm stay ninety project. I am promoting my work, but I'm also doing it promoting other people's work. Right. And so yeah, that's what I really want to like grow in. Like eventually, I want to get into like podcasting and like. Cause I do know a lot of cool people in Chicago that do a lot of cool ass shit that I would love to just like sit down and, and talk, talk with them and yeah. like really get their work out there. Because when you're an artist, it's kind of like, and I run into this too. It's like when people don't like see your work or really don't like acknowledge it, it's kind of like a damper on you. Just like, Defeating, uh, yeah. yeah, it's like, okay, well like I just put out this and like has this many views or like this many likes or like no one's really paying attention. And it really could like, hurt the artist be like maybe i should just give this give up on this and stuff like that well, that's where being consistent comes yeah in. being yeah, consistent. that's where like not caring uh, that that's where doing it for the sake of doing it comes in yeah one thousand percent and that's kind of why i want to come in like the state 90 project and this whole like sabs with icons wants to come in and really just like be there for people and make sure like don't give up kind of thing yeah, and just yeah. like stay consistent in what you're doing because what you're doing is really cool and it's, I, yeah, I, I, sorry to cut you off, but I actually saw a really, really good um, inspirational quote specifically for creators where it's like, if you post something and it gets and it gets zero likes or whatever, that doesn't mean that people aren't really enjoying it. Like sometimes my podcasts, I'd, I, I receive zero feedback from it. Like I'll post um, a promo for a podcast mm -hmm. and it will get like five likes from accounts that just like everything and no comments and nothing. But then I'll go on the Spotify for Podcasters website and I'll see that it had like 30 views. And 30 views on a podcast is nothing. But you know what? Like, Sep, all right. Like, if y'all had an event and 30 people showed up, that would be so awesome. Yeah. And that's like how I view it. Like, I may not be making like a billion dollars from it, but people are listening. Yeah. Like, people are going to listen to it this. It makes you feel good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, exactly. It, make, it makes you feel good. But then that's where consistency comes yeah. in. Mm -hmm. Because if you just, like, think, oh, my God, only 30 people saw this and I've been doing this for three, six, three months, six months, a year. Yeah. Like, what the fuck? But if you just keep going, like, not, like, the reason that people fuck with your shit is, isn't just because you're being consistent, but it's because consistency lends itself to getting better at things. Yeah, yeah and people want to follow the journey of you getting better and they see your passion for it, so they want to be a part of that journey. And yeah. they, and they want to have their own passions. Mm -hmm. And you inspire them to go for whatever they want to do. Yeah, with like whole DJing, I started doing like Monday night spins. Just Which because is the, it, the, nothing's cooler than Sabs on a Monday. Mon Monday night spins. And it's not every Monday. It's like like maybe every other Monday or every, like the first Monday of every month. But um, I used to practice every single day in my small ass Chicago studio apartment for an hour. This is when I just started DJing. It's dope. And it, it's honestly, dope. DJing, is, it's, it's difficult so that you have to practice. And then I yeah. started getting like, I was like, oh, this is good. But like, I wanted to like, hear myself and I wanted other people to hear myself so I started recording it on SoundCloud and of course like the first one only got a couple listens which is fine and I still listen to my music now and I always like see like oh maybe next time I'll work on this but I did a Sunday or a Monday night spins and it got over like almost 2,000 listens that's or views nuts. and like that's or nuts. no like yeah 2,000 listens it was the sh um, channel Tris um, so mix and I was so just gangster. like holy shit like 
and yeah. I and like I pay for extra so I was like who's listening to this and people in like the UK are listening to it in Asia and like what? and I'm like that's this sick. is like cool as shit and that's what like I guess that where my drive comes from like keep producing and I'm having so much fun doing it so consistency is definitely is key consistency is key and you got to keep learning and learning and learning yes like i'm sure that you've gotten so much better at taking pictures than when you first started oh my god yeah. i was on auto for a year and i look back at my stuff and i'm like wait what does that mean on auto just, like i was just hitting auto on the camera and just clicking the shutter button like i didn't know how to manipulate the light on the camera until like six months ago okay i started yeah. actually learning the technical parts of the camera and now i have so much more control over like the picture that i want and it's really cool to just like see myself get better even though when you look at your stuff you cringe but that just means you're getting better so mm -hmm. that's like the whole cool part about it i think yeah it's actually it's super cool having like people help you like i had this one friend or i have this one friend that like came over and he was like teaching me how to like like show me how he djs and i feel like after that session has made me like a 10 times more better dj so having those people that are willing to like teach you and you willing to be teachable is will help you so in, so in much valuable and in everybody valuable. loves so, so to help yes and yes this type of community, yeah, like people are so willing yes. to help because yes. if you think about it it's flattering to me if somebody comes up to me and asks me to show them how to use the camera i'm like that means you think i'm a master at this yeah. mm -hmm. which i'm just like back then like i'm just learning but yeah like of course i'll help yeah. you yeah i charge like I, yeah i've had yeah. yeah i've had like a couple people come up to me and say hey can you teach me how to dj and mm -hmm. i'm like I feel like I'm still learning how to DJ and yeah. he, they come up to me and they ask me like, Oh, how, what should I buy? Like, and all that stuff. And like, mm -hmm. to your point, it does make you feel. Yeah. I mean, it's so important to obviously, like you said, do things for you and do your art for you. But when you have that reassurance from a community and like, like-minded people who you respect, it just makes you push even further. Yeah. Um, in the book, um, in the book, ego is the enemy by, I think it's by Ryan holiday. Um, there's a chapter about men, about when you're doing something, it's a very it's important to have a mentor and have a mentee because when you have a mentor you're always like introducing or new things are always being introduced to you like new challenges are always being introduced to you but mm -hmm. when you have a mentee you hone those challenges because yes. like you can't teach someone something unless you already know how to do it and the process of teaching makes you better at doing things absolutely yeah, yeah. so like when you have like like i have podcast mentors and i have like podcast mentees like people who like are come to me for like podcast advice same thing with djing and shit you know what i mean um now i just need some mentors for actually no I, I was about to say i need some mentors for being an attorney but i do like i actually got a lot of like uh, this uh this i'm not gonna go into too much detail but a mentor of mine um who's a very very accomplished attorney changed my life like two years ago like had me had me read some great stuff and like really really changed my life and like having people who teach you and having people who you teach are so important because it just makes you go further and further and further and it makes the field better like because you, i'm sure yeah like you have people who like come to you for information, those people are getting better at it. And then those people are going to have people coming to them and it just makes the field more awesome. And I'm a big believer in a rising tide raises all ships. Like the better and better and better a field is, the more valuable it becomes. And the, like, I mean, if we're talking capitalistic things, the more money you can make off of it. I mean, everybody's selling guides and tutorials and everybody shows behind the scenes. Like those are the things that people get attracted to before they get into the person's photography or art. Right. It's like, oh, this is how you did that. Now I'm hooked. Mm -hmm. It's just like providing other people with tips and information. That's what builds the community. Yeah. And it's honestly a mix of that and just like doing it. 
Cause yeah, like, yes, I feel like yes. I run into this a lot. It's like, I always have these like great ideas and I just don't do it. Or I'm just like, okay, I, I'm going to do it. And I never do. It's just a matter of. Got to write that down just, in your journal. Just, just literally just do it. Like if it fails, if like you said this earlier, if it fails, it fails. And it, your first podcast is not going to be the best. Your hundredth podcast is not going to be your best, but it's a matter of just like doing it. And that's what like with the new year, like 2021 coming around, I'm just going to like do it because everything I've ever done in the past, like with DJing or like the whole C90 project, it's never like been bad. It's always been like very, very good. And I just need to like take those results and just keep on doing it. Mm-hmm. And I feel like I always don't and I'm like over it. So I'm like 2021 and it sucks that I have to wait for a whole new year to do it. But I feel like with wait, this- But why do you have to wait for a whole new year to do it? Well, like 2021, it's like right on the corner. Like I know a lot right. of people like start like, okay, new year, I'm going to start doing this. Yeah. But I feel like with this start whole today. down- yeah, <laughs> with like this whole like downtime with COVID, it, it really like yeah. opened it, it, up. It's hard to do things every day. I'm actually in a challenge right now with this comedian in New York. His name's Julian. Every day for a hundred days. Today is day seven. A hundred push-ups, fifty or oh, sorry, a hundred push-ups, five minutes of planks, and it's like all encompassing that takes 20 minutes to do yeah and mm-hmm. it's just like really like the beginning of a bigger workout but it's like you'd be surprised how hard it is to allocate that time like two nights ago i had a podcast or i had to set up for a whole podcast it was a big deal we all got drunk on the podcast we went to my buddy's place and i had no time to do it i'm literally drunk at my friend's house doing push-ups and blanks because it's like and you did yeah. it yeah yeah exactly i actually got home um i i I, I got home and it was after midnight. So technically like whatever. But before I went to bed, I did four minutes of planks just because I like, I have this, I, I, I think that there's something about like when you're, when it's like, when it's not just a, when it's a commitment to you, that's one thing. But when it's a commitment to you someone and else. someone else, yep. yeah. then it's like, you feel like really, really obligated to do it. Yeah. You yeah. know, it's sort of like a crutch and a commitment that makes you like more motivated. Yeah. I just recently started getting into reading books. I mean, nice. I, I just like, so March, so when COVID started, yes, me hardcore, <laughs> literature. yes, awesome. And I never liked reading. It was just like it was always like boring to me. I only read because I had to for studying purposes and stuff like that. But we started a book club. Me and a couple college friends. Fun. And it's still like till this day, we That's still awesome. do it every month. We meet. We have a Zoom call. We talk about the book. And now I love reading. Mm-hmm. What are you reading right now? I'm reading The Great Escape. Really? Yeah. What's that? Uh, it's about, about. It's basically about a family that moved to Alaska, and it's like a suspense like Whoa, book. It's actually like the long, like the longest book I've ever read. It's like six hundred pages, Damn. and it's really, really good. And I can't wait for the next book. And I'm trying to, I'm trying to read more books a month instead of just like the book club books. Right. It takes a um, lot of time to read a book. It does. You know? It does, especially because I like self help books. So I kind of just like reread the chapters and mm-hmm. highlight and like write things down. So like it obviously takes you a lot more time, but I've it's gotten such a into reading break for your eyes it is. to like get away from the phone and just get lost in your own little universe in your book. And honestly, it's because yeah. I read like I read in the morning and at night and it helped me like helps me sleep yeah. a lot better. Like I put my phone yes. away and read yes. and I wake up and I'm just like, wow, I feel mm-hmm. I feel good. And you're getting smarter. Yeah, too. Like, you <laughs> so can speak smarter. more clear with more conviction. I feel like the more that I started reading, the less I stumbled. Like, yeah, I know what I'm trying Same. to say. Absolutely. I have the words in my bank. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, and your in yes. your vernacular. Yeah. <laughs> that yeah. shit. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Also, you know, read more than one book at a time. Like, there's no reason just to like commit to one book. At yeah. A, like, no, that's yeah. what I need. I think I need to get better at that. But yeah, yeah. Um, actually, I mean, it's funny that we're talking about books. If you turn around right there, you see the Bill Graham presents. Um, do you see that? Yeah. So uh, y'all know Graham Radio. I'm actually named after Bill Graham. 
Oh really? Like, yeah, like that. Oh, wow. Like he's a he's a uh, he was a music promoter for the Grateful Dead, and um, my my dad is actually like somewhere in that book because like my dad had like a little bit of interaction with Bill Graham. Um, but like, you know how it's G R A H M. Like there's no A, like mm. there's no second A. That's I was I'm, wondering about that. Yeah. That's because I'm Jewish and my mom didn't want me to have any ham in my name. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Oh, sure. But yo, if you like, like go ahead and feel that book. You see how thick it is. Yeah, I, mean, I actually don't know. How, can you tell me how many pages it is? That looks like a Bible. Can you guess? I'm going to guess 636. Um, that's just a random guess. Ari. Ari. What's your guess? 847. So let's see. <laughs> it's a big book. I just read, last night I read 545 the, oh. and then with the appendix it's 568. Sheesh. So yeah, big book. Big, big book, <laughs> yeah. La, last night I read the uh last night I read the uh there's actually two preface prefaces whatever it is. Two it's like there's two introductions to the book. One of them is actually by Pete Townsend. Pete Townsend is the who, right? I think. I don't know, whatever. I don't know. Okay. Um yeah, there's two uh prefaces and I, I read those last night, but I'm also like reading um like I, I'm, I'm. Oh my god! I hate that I'm saying this, but like I've been reading this book by Carl Sagan for the last year and a half, coming up on two years. It is the most difficult book I have ever read in my entire life. Um, Carl Sagan is a nuclear physicist who, like, changed the way that people think about science and religion. And the whole book is basically applying the scientific method to everyday thought. And how if you do something without knowing the reason why you're doing it, then you are acting illogically. And if there is evidence being presented to you that disputes what you think, yet you refuse to change your mind, then you're being illogical. And it compares it all to science and how science literally promotes that. Like science literally wants you to disprove things and prove the fuck out of it but when it comes to like old school like 1600s religion and even some like religions nowadays if you go against the church <laughs> and you try to disprove what was in the bible then we're gonna execute you instead of being admonished for it in the scientific fields and if is it over there? Yeah, it actually. You know what? Can you grab it? It's uh, it's the per, it's the orange book. It says Carl. Sagan. It's right next to Ego is the enemy. It's uh, you see that? Nope. Yep. Yeah. There you go. I, I just want to show you guys. Music business too. Um. Yeah. Oh, that book is absolutely incredible. Um. Donald Passman. That that book is literally how to write a contract. It's it's the ultimate. Um, it's the ultimate book for uh, like music attorneys. It's awesome. Let me let me show y'all why it's taken me so long. You see all the green writing in this? You see what's going on here? These are all words that I did not know and had to define. Wow. Yeah. Shit, yeah. You see what I'm saying here? It's insane. I would not be able to get through two pages of that. It, yeah. It's so hard. It's so hard. Yeah. Mm. Um, Good for you for wanting to learn new vocabulary that way. I mean, hey, you got to throw, th you got to put, you got <laughs> lexicon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. There's a, there's a, there's some crazy books in this. Um, so, you know, we've been going for about two hours and 13 minutes. I feel like now would be a uh, solid time to end it. But with that being said, since I'm holding this, um, there's just like one more thing that I want to add to this podcast. Just, just because we brought this book up. Um, like there, there is a quote that's like, um, it's like, it's talking about ignorance being bliss and how like 
if you purposely avoid things that are, tr- okay, crop circles. Uh, do y'all know what crop circles are? No. For some reason, I was thinking of the episode of SpongeBob where they were trying to get rid of the bears. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. Yeah, you make your circle and yeah, you jump into it yeah, and the bear yeah. can't touch you. Exactly. And Squidward's like, rah, rah, rah. Yeah, yeah, incredible. <laughs> crop circles Um, in the 60s, these like big weird patterns started to show up in fields in England. And it was super unexplained. No one knew what was going on. And it happened like once in the first month and a few other times in the second month, never in the same place. And it would be like elaborate mathematical, um, how they would look. It would be like, like perfect circles and things like that. Things that like, only aliens could do. And mm-hmm. that's what everyone thought. These crop circles must be aliens. Yeah. And then they started popping up in like America and here and there and all these fucking places. 10 years after the first crop circle came out, these two farmers in England literally admitted like, yeah, it was us. And they literally showed a news channel how they did it. Like they used like this special farming technique to like dupe their whole town. They thought that it was just going to be like a like town news. It turned out to be like local news. And then it went to the UK news. And then the news traveled to America. And then they started popping up in America. And everyone knew that these farmers in the UK just did it for fun. But everyone still wanted to believe that it was aliens. And there's people to this day who think that it was aliens. With no proof except the fact, except the mere fact that they're just there, that these crop circles just showed up. Now, the quote, what? Even after the English people came. Yeah, even after they admitted, like, yeah, it was just us. Like, we were just fucking around. Like, I think they were actually artists. Like, that's why it was like perfect circles and stuff. Yeah. So, um, they, um, the quote is actually a quote from like a fucking poem from like the 1300s or some shit. And it's the last two lines of the poem. And the quote is where it is ignorant to be or where it is bliss to be ignorant tis folly to be wise. And what that means is like fuck ignorance is bliss. Like although being ignorant to things might feel good because you can just believe in fucking aliens with no evidence being wise is smarter. So where ignorance is bliss, it's wrong to be wi- it's wrong to be wise. So that's like like the other side of the same coin there is like be wise. Don't be ignorant no matter how good it feels. Yeah. You know? So it's like if your podcasts suck and if you're fucking like not getting any viewers, then recognize that yeah. and take people's criticism and be like, yo, I got to get better at this shit. Same goes for DJing and photography, but like I think that we all ha- you know. Yeah, I think, I think it's just like you're so much more fulfilled knowing that you're growing rather than being blind to the fact that you're just living in like a bubble, la la land. Like I'd much rather take the pain of knowing that there's so much more to grow and enjoy that journey. It's all about the journey. <laughs> it's all about the journey, all about learning experiences. Being consistent. Yes. Sab, yeah. any, being- any, uh, any closing thoughts? Give some shout outs. Where, where, no, can, honestly, where the- can people find you? Excuse me. Where can people find you? My Instagram is Sabs with a Z Fields underscore. And then icons. And then and then it's going to be Sabs with icons. Um, That's going to be starting soon, too. So a lot of fun stuff to happen there. And we'll talk after the pod. I'll show you. Yeah, I'll kind of explain what's going on here. No, this is great. Um, You can follow me at Ariana L. Gerardo. And then my photography page is Ari Gerardo Photography. Yes. All right, everyone. 
Thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Harry Blues Gin promo code is GRP. Check out the post-game mixes. And fuck it, check out Sabs on a Monday Spins. Those are, <laughs> yes, those are absolutely sick. Um, hit up Michael Germano for all of your graphic design needs. I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the pod. Thank you.